You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpel965.com. Well, Get the free KPEL News app in the App Store and Google Play. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette. Joe Biden has a double-digit lead. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. President Trump's Democratic challenger gets 50% in a new Fox poll. The president only gets 38. He told his son, Don Jr.'s show triggered on YouTube, Biden is not equipped for the job. Uh, He's in no condition to do it, and everybody knows it, and... He's China's dream. Now, we don't know who Biden will pick as his running mate. We do know someone it won't be. Fox's Rachel Sutherland explains live. Dave, Senator Amy Klobuchar, who was considered a strong vice presidential candidate, told MSNBC she's withdrawn from consideration because she believes it's time to pick an African-American, saying it could heal our nation. I truly believe, uh, as I actually told the vice president last night uh, when I called him, uh, that I think this is a moment. Uh, to put a woman of color on that ticket. Biden responded to Klobuchar on Twitter saying, you know how to get things done. With your help, we're going to beat Donald Trump. Dave? Rachel, the Atlanta police officer fired, then charged with murdering Rayshard Brooks after he resisted arrest, goes to court today. The other officer charged with aggravated assault was released on bond. Some Atlanta officers seemingly upset have called out sick, hampering some 911 response. In an attempt to boost morale, the Atlanta Police Foundation paid every officer in the city a $500 bonus Thursday. The foundation says that cash is a thank you for long hours during the COVID-19 pandemic, in addition to recent protests and demonstrations. Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer. Today's June Juneteenth, commemorating this date in 1865, when the last slaves in the U.S. were finally freed in Texas. Some states and several companies are now recognized it as a paid holiday. Another Confederate monument was taken down last night, this time in Decatur, Georgia, after a judge okayed the removal in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> Protesters tore down a statue of George Washington. That sound from Garrison Davis by a story full. They also covered it in burning flags. America's listening to Fox News. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently, and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie-cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie-cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. There's a court hearing today on the Justice Department lawsuit which aims to block the release of John Bolton's book Tuesday. The ex-National Security Advisor now says the president is unfit for office. And in addition to the Ukraine controversy that led to impeachment, Bolton alleges the president gave favors to dictators and asked China for help in his re-election. The president tweeted shots back, calling him a wacko. The president taking uh, Bolton to task on Twitter and in an interview with the Wall Street Journal saying, quote, the only thing I liked about Bolton was that everybody thought he was 
was crazy. The president adding, when you walk into the room with him, you're in a good negotiating position because they figure you're going to war if John Bolton was there. Democrats, meantime, are furious that John Bolton did not come forward with information as he has in the book during the impeachment inquiry. That's Fox's John Roberts. The coronavirus continues to be a threat. Now, 26 states have rising cases, record highs lately from Arizona to Texas to Florida. Worldwide, the cases now top eight and a half million with 454,000 deaths. There's renewed concern about the upcoming football season. Dr. Anthony Fauci doubled down on his comments to CNN, suggesting a quarantine bubble to make a football season happen in 2020. One of the nation's leading voices on the coronavirus pandemic telling the Dan Patrick Show Thursday, the NFL has themselves in a predicament different to other sports. You can do a sport, be it a non-contact, mostly non-contact sport like baseball, which has some contact, but not a lot. Versus a very context sport like football. Dr. Alan Sills, the NFL's chief medical officer, also appeared on the program and assured the league is vigilant of an ever-changing approach to the COVID-19 pandemic. I think what we have to do is make the best decisions we can at each stage with the knowledge in hand, but also try to prepare and, and remain what the phrase I've been saying to everybody, flexible and adaptable. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks could rise. Dow futures up more than 200 points out of the opening bell. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Good morning, I'm Rob Kirkpatrick on Acadiana's Morning News. Your full weather and traffic forecast are coming up. Uh, by the way, a preview will get up to 91 degrees today, just a small chance of showers and storms. A Senate-approved measure creating a policing policy task force written by Baton Rouge Senator Cleo Fields clears a House committee, and it's headed to the House floor. Law enforcement agencies say they support the resolution. Border Patrol agents seize 2,000 counterfeit designer face masks shipped into the port of New Orleans from China and Vietnam. No information right now as to whether the masks were functional, but they were seized for bearing the counterfeit trademarks of Burberry, Supreme, Gucci, and Chanel on the front of them. The Louisiana House has unanimously approved a bill that will result in the state sending grocery store employees, bus drivers, nurses, and other frontline workers a $250 check for hazard pay. Those who make less than $50,000 will be eligible. Federal coronavirus relief aid will pay for the one-time bonus checks for those who were required to work when the COVID-19 crisis began. The measure still needs Senate approval. A survey from the Louisiana Association of United Ways finds that two-thirds of Louisiana residents need help in paying everyday bills and the response to COVID-19. Here's more. Financial concerns linger with going back to work, their job and future with employment, as well as paying bills and housing costs. Louisiana Association of United Ways President Sarah Berthelot says child care concerns have many feeling uneasy. 23% of statewide respondents reported that they relied on child care to be able to earn an income and work. And 49% of this group was worried about future availability of child care. The overall main worry? The the number one concern of Louisiana citizens was contracting COVID-19. I'm Kevin Barnhart. News making headlines elsewhere this morning. Black Lives Matter protests are making the Bank of England take down portraits of slavery. Fox's Simon Owen reports. Britain's central bank, the Bank of England, apologizing for what it calls inexcusable connections between some of its former governors and slavery. It says any portraits on display of those involved will be removed. 
George Floyd's death in Minneapolis is prompting a number of British institutions to re-examine their past. Insurance firm Lloyds of London apologising for its role in what it calls an appalling and shameful period of English history. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. Is there interest in Congress to hear testimony from former National Security Advisor John Bolton now that experts from his tell-all book are circulating in the media? Fox's Jared Halpern reports from Capitol Hill. In his soon-to-be-released book, The Room Where It Happened, former National Security Advisor John Bolton accuses President Trump of asking China for help in his re-election campaign. Democrats were unsuccessful in securing Bolton's testimony during the impeachment process, and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi won't say if committees will now seek his testimony. Republican leaders have been quick to say Bolton is sensationalizing the profit from his book. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. And finally, a new push to make more people aware of today, Juneteenth, as a holiday. It's a major date in the end of slavery in our country. Fox's Rachel Sutherland reports. Texas was the first state to recognize Juneteenth as an official state holiday. Other states, including New York and Virginia, are now taking steps to do the same. Adria Johnson is with the Tampa Bay Juneteenth Coalition. Recognizing the independence of black people in America, I feel like it's very important. Juneteenth marks the day slaves in Texas learned they were free more than two years after the Emancipation Proclamation. A number of major corporations, including Lyft, Target, and the NFL, say they're recognizing Juneteenth as a company holiday this year. Rachel Sutherland, Fox News. Another hot and relatively dry day across Acadiana this afternoon. Highs topping out in the lower 90s under partly cloudy skies. A pretty nice into the work week. Overnight lows dropping into the lower 70s under mainly clear skies. And then for your Saturday, another nice day in store. Mainly sunny skies, some clouds in the afternoon, but otherwise staying dry. Only about a 10% chance of rain. And a slightly higher rain chances as we head into your Father's Day. But all in all, not looking too bad. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. It is 71 degrees at the KPEL studios. This weather report is brought to you by Albertsons at Albertsons, partnering with best buddies to help people with disabilities overcome the economic impact of the current crisis you can donate to best buddies at checkout now through june 27 at albertson news talk 96.5 kpel right now traffic and getting the all clear this morning looks like the interstates are working as they should let's try to keep it that way on this friday morning call it a holiday weekend father's day this weekend Shout out to all you dads out there. Keep it safe out there. Make sure you buckle it up and keep it safe. If there's anything we need to know about, you can give us a call at 232-154. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. After Black Lives Matter protesters protested outside New Orleans Mayor's Latoya Cantrell's home, she wrote a letter to them saying, we cannot be about storming angrily into a residential neighborhood, leaving my daughter feeling terrorized. And yet, whether it was Mayor Jacob Fry in Minneapolis who let his city burn or former New York Mayor David Dinkins, who held the police back in order to let protesters blow off a little steam. You know, it becomes entirely different when these elected officials get steamed. And it wasn't two weeks ago that Mayor Cantrell said, we want you to be heard. But now she says, not on my street. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Park. 
on News Talk 96.5 KPL and streaming live at KPL96.5.com. The very latest on your way into work. Every morning. Rob and Bernie on Acadiana's Morning News. Six fourteen now at Newstalk ninety six five KPL. Welcome into Acadiana's Morning News. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick here with you, Bernie. In in a bit, and the coronavirus case numbers called concerning by the governor. So yesterday at noon, you know, we always get the update from Louisiana Department of Health right at noon. We get it published for you at KPL nine six five dot com. So yesterday, new case numbers were not announced. Um, the governor says the Louisiana is seeing a concerning rise in cases and a lot more hospitalizations in recent days. Now, these are are benchmarks that are relatively independent of each other, and they feature it on the website. We publish it at kpal965.com. So here's the here are the metrics we're looking at. Obviously, you have that raw number of cases. Then you have the number of hospitalizations, how many people are actually in the hospital. You break that down a little bit more, and you go to how many people are in the hospital and on ventilators. Okay, so... As long as you can keep a downward trend on hospitalizations and ventilator use, then I think you're still sort of going in the right direction. Um, we have heard this week already the explanation that it could be because we're doing more tests. However, the hospitalization numbers in, in the state of Louisiana also and in our neighboring states, Arkansas, Texas, they are having a whole new flood of patients who are going into the hospital with COVID-19. So um, a little bit earlier this week, we talked to the folks at Lafayette General, and we heard uh, that there was about a 50% increase in patients, and um, they were reopening uh, a couple COVID-19 units that had been really built and outfitted to you know, house these patients that have highly communicable disease at this point. Um those had closed down because the numbers of patients suffering from COVID-19, especially those critical patients, had gone down so drastically. So uh, where does that leave us now? Um, the Assistant Health Director, Dr. Alex Bu said yesterday that um, he doesn't see us going in reverse. You know, we're in phase two right now. Um, however, it is looking more and more plausible that we could be held off from moving to phase three. Um, what's the difference in the two? So phase two to phase three all of the percentage restrictions that you have on businesses, you know, it was 25% in phase one. It's 50% now. Um, phase three was going to be 75% capacity at a lot of these places. And it it, uh, it appears that if these numbers turn out to be right, that they will hold off on phase three for a while. So um, here's where we are. Um, uh, I think there are a lot of people who thought this thing was done. Um, there are a couple myths I think that have been busted, and that is that the heat and humidity have something to do with this. It doesn't appear, and maybe, you know, these things do mutate, okay? Maybe the original Wuhan-based coronavirus, COVID-19, maybe it was affected that way. We saw a lot of hot regions and humid regions not have it, you know, areas in uh, the Amazon, South America, areas of um, Africa, where they did not have an outbreak, maybe one or two, than you saw in some of the areas where it was still colder. Um, let's let's think about March in New York City. Still pretty cool um, as it is part of spring. So it doesn't appear that that is playing a, a big effect, that the heat is going to make this thing die off. Um, 
We've heard, obviously, the term second wave used, and we've been talking about second wave since the first wave started because a lot of people were making comparisons to the Spanish flu that happened back in 1918, 1919. Um, This isn't a second wave. It seems like it's a continuation of the first wave. Um, I know there are a lot of people that are pointing to Mother's Day and Memorial Day. Yeah, probably so, but... You know, the other part is that we're also you know, living our lives again, going to places together, at gyms together, at restaurants together. And um, I'm sure that has something to do with it. But there is still so much unknown. Um, anyone, I don't care what they're telling you, that says they know exactly what's happening, they're wrong. They're not telling you the truth. There's still so much that we're learning. So, you know, when it comes to heat and humidity and how it how it plays into all this, um, that's still a big question mark. It's still a big what if, and we're still working on getting those questions for you. Um, we talked yesterday to um, Dr. Tina Stefanski um, just before 9 o'clock yesterday morning. We're going to replay her interview because she did have a lot of, of information about what they're seeing, reports that they're getting, also information on clusters. So we're going to play that for you here coming up in a few minutes. It's 619 now. This morning on Acadiana's Morning News, the rest of Grenegade, of course, at 7 o'clock. We'll talk to Caleb Morse and then continue on. Uh, what's the deal with sports? Um, we are keep hearing the back and forth with the MLB. I'm still not convinced they're ever going to play, but we'll see. Um, NFL, of course, making plans. Now you have some college players infected with COVID-19 over in Texas. We're going to ask about that. And more all coming up right here in Acadiana's Morning News. Next up, though, Dr. Tina Stefanski. We're going to talk to her this moment. Tom. And Dr. Tina Stefanski joins us. So she's over Region 4 for the Department of Health, but also here in Lafayette Parish is the head of the Medical Task Force. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning. So good to be here with you all. Oh, well, we appreciate the chance to catch up with you. Um, people have so many questions. They email us, text us, call us all the time to ask. One of the big questions, Dr. Stefanski, that people are asking is what they really need to be doing right now. If they are going back to work and they are worried about, you know, getting COVID-19 infection, what is your best advice? Sure. So, you know, it's really basic. It's really basic advice. And so if you think of, you know, COVID-19 is um, a respiratory illness. And so think of the way that we try to prevent spread of flu and other respiratory viruses. It's spread by droplets when you cough, sneeze, talk kind of forcefully exhale, that's how the virus is spread. Okay. And so that's why we talk about, um, unlike the flu, where we have a vaccine and a lot of, and, and pretty good immunity, this is a new virus, so we don't. So what we're trying to do is prevent the spread of infection until we have a vaccine and until we know how to best treat this virus. So the guidance is we want to, you know, prevention is the message. And so think of those respiratory droplets as the main driver of spread of infection. So try to keep distance between you and, and other people. So that's why we talk about that six because that's about as far as little droplets travel. You know, if you're going to sneeze or cough, do it with your arm and not your hand. Um, don't touch your face with your hands. That might be contaminated from touching a surface, and then you rub your eyes, nose, or mouth and can introduce infection. And then when you can't maintain that distance of six feet, so if you're at work um, and you work in a setting that might be crowded or as you get up, you know, to, to walk to the kitchen um, or other places in the office, wear a face covering um, to, to 
prevent that spread of droplet, um, that, that spread of droplets. When you go to the grocery store, the drug store, um, just out shopping, and you know that it's going to be difficult to maintain that six feet of distance reliably, just wear a face covering to reduce that potential spread of infection. There's been so much. Yeah, to, yeah Rob and I were going to ask you about the mask situation because yeah. you had referenced that, you know, like if you're walking from place to place, even in your own office. Originally, they're like, no, masks don't work. Then we've seen information about studies they've done in the last two and a half months. So if you have a compromised immune system, you should be Mm -hmm. wearing a mask. But what about the everyday average person who's like, hey, I feel good. I'm always feeling good. What do you think, doctor? So actually, when you wear a mask, you're really not protecting yourself because the mask that we're wearing, the cloth face covering, is to prevent droplet infection. And so it is, the message has changed, but it's only changed because over the last several months, the Centers for Disease Control um, and others have determined that there is a role for asymptomatic spread. We didn't know that before. You know, this is, this is really new information over the last couple of months. And so once that was determined that someone could be carrying the virus and before their symptoms develop, they're actually able to spread by coughing, speaking forcefully. So that's why the recommendation is now that if we all wear some type of face covering when we're out and can't maintain that distance, then we all protect each other. And so that person who's, you know, immunocompromised, they're wearing the mask to protect you. And so you really, we all, you know, who are fortunate enough to be younger and healthier should wear our face coverings and masks to protect those individuals. And I think and that's, so that, yeah. that's really... It's a very different message. Not that it's a different message. It's a different way to think about it. Yeah. You're not wearing the mask to keep yourself yeah. from getting it. You're wearing the mask because if you are asymptomatic and you could still spread it, you were protecting other people. Your from friends, you. your family, strangers. Yeah. <laughs> Right, and, and, and you know, I know it's an inconvenience. It's definitely something, right, absolutely so different for us. But you can see in other parts of the world, you know, this is just an intervention that we need um, at this point. We don't have access to testing where we can, you know, test individuals rapidly, quickly, daily to determine whether or not they potentially are carrying this virus. And so really the, the best that we can do is, is, follow, is, is take these other preventive measures to try to prevent the spread. Okay. Face coverings is just one, yeah. and, and then some social distance. So let's talk about the numbers here locally because yeah. we've seen the yeah. uptick in cases sure. and then you know right. one of the immediate things that we have heard even on the federal level was well we're going to have more cases because we have more testing so then it's kind of like the next tier of things to look at is hospitalizations that is going mm-hmm. up as well so where are we locally in the response and and are we prepared it's not really a second wave really because the first one didn't completely end yet Right. You're so very astute. Yes, we're still in the first wave. Um, And so our our hospitals... Uh, you know, are, are doing a, a superb job, and but but we are starting to see an increase in hospitalizations. It's sporadic and it's not sustained or region wide, but we are starting to see an increase in hospitalizations, and that's what we're trying to prevent. Because once you're you know hospitalized, that means you've got a significant illness, and we're still trying to figure out how to best treat this virus. I mean, it's clear that you know every couple of weeks we hear about a new treatment, a new potential treatment. So we need to give medicine and science time to figure out how to treat these individuals who are sick enough to be hospitalized. So that's the measure that we're trying to prevent a growth in. So as we're seeing these cases rise in the community, we're testing
happening more. What we're hopeful is that as we increase testing, we're going to start to see a decrease in cases because we're able to give people good guidance and say, hey, look, you tested positive. You need to remain home. And then let's talk about the people in your household or the people you work with. Are they symptomatic? Do they need to be tested? And then that's how we're going to get to the point where we're able to, I think, at, at the really granular level, keep people, you know, inform people, um, and give them the information they need to make good decisions. We only have about a minute left. Um, we're joined by Dr. Tina Stefanski, local health official and, um, and a member of the task force, the head of the task force here in Lafayette Parish. Um, have you done any reading about this dexamethasone, which is initially the doctors and medical professionals had said steroid treatment is not what you need for this. But we are seeing that there is some promise in some studies um, over in the UK is sort of where it started. I know some doctors in the United States are trying it. Is that something that yeah. if the outcomes are so much better that we have on hand to do here? Sure. So that's actually, uh, you know, there's the medications that are uh, more readily available than some of these antivirals. So it would be wonderful if this does prove to be uh, a useful treatment. It's just a really to caution everyone that, again, there's still these these studies and, and clinical trials that need to really, that are, are working to prove what treatment does effectively um, treat this virus. And so it's still, this is just kind of one year, again, every couple of weeks is something that looks promising. And this is kind of the latest, yeah. um, you know, the latest drug that we're talking about, but there's still really no tried and true method for, for treatment. And so I can tell you, we have, I think, the best doctors in the state mm -hmm. here in Acadiana and nurses and support staff. And so they're trying, you know, we don't know all that, that's happening as far as from the treatment side, but um, but they are, are really um, working so hard to effectively treat patients that are hospitalized and, 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 and are very well aware of all of these, um, you know, new medications and drugs that do look promising. Great information. Ooh. Dr. Yes, Tina as always. Thank you so much. We asked yesterday. I know you're an in-demand person right yes. now, and we appreciate you coming on. And thank uh, you for everything no, you're well, doing for us. Well, thanks for helping to share the message, and, uh, and I appreciate the opportunity to talk with everyone. World events, national headlines, and local news that affects you the most. Hey, it's Robin Burning, and you're listening to Acadiana's Morning News. I listen every morning. I like to stay informed. Wake up with us weekday mornings at 5.30 for the headlines on News Talk 96.5 KPL. It's the bottom of the hour. Now the top stories from KPL965.com. The coronavirus is soaring in at least four states, all reporting double-digit highs. Just yesterday, Florida added 3,200 new cases. Arizona, 2,500 in California saw new cases drop by more than half from yesterday to just 1,900. Texas has gone an entire week with record hospitalizations, almost 2,500 today. Here in the state of Louisiana, our numbers were not reported. The governor says he wants the Department of Health to take a look at those cases and make sure the correct information is applied to the online dashboard. The FDA says some states are on the cusp of losing control. The former Atlanta police officer accused of killing Richard Brooks will remain behind bars. Garrett Rolfe turned himself in yesterday after being charged with murder. He's being held without bond. Now, the other officer, Devin Brosnan, was also charged with aggravated assault over the incident. He reportedly stood on Brooks's shoulder to keep him down after the officer involved shooting. Now, Brosnan says Richard Brooks was friendly, even respectful in the minutes before he was shot and killed. In fact, Brosnan says he didn't even realize the father of four had been shot. Brosnan spoke out a few hours after bonding out of jail yesterday. He admits to stepping on Brooks, but claims it was only for a few seconds. Senator John Cornyn says he plans to bring forward legislation to make Juneteenth a federal holiday. On the Senate floor, the Texas Republican explained that the June 19th holiday 
is an opportunity to reflect on our history. Juneteenth celebrates the end of slavery in the U.S. back in 1865. Texas Democratic Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee introduced a corresponding measure in the House. Several companies, including Nike, Twitter, and Target, already declared that a company holiday. Australia is in the midst of a major cyber attack. Prime Minister Scott Morrison blames a state-based hacker for the widespread attack. It's targeting government entities and businesses. President Trump says he wants a legal solution to DACA, not a political one. He tweeted that after the Supreme Court blocked his attempt to end the eight-year program yesterday. Trump says it shows the need for new justices. The ruling means about 700,000 Dreamers can stay in the U.S. without fear of deportation, something they have pushed for. The nation's biggest wildfire is growing to nearly 115,000 acres in Arizona. It's burning in the Tonto National Forest northeast of Phoenix. Officials say it's fueled by a combination of hot temperatures, increased winds, and a ton of dry vegetation. At least four communities have already evacuated, several more on alert. The fire was sparked by a vehicle five days ago and remains just 5% contained. According to a new Fox News poll, President Trump losing ground to his opponent... In the November election, those poll numbers show Joe Biden with 50% of support compared to just Trump's 38%. The former vice president led by eight points in last month's survey. The commander-in-chief's response to protests over social injustices may be the cause for his slide. It found that over half of voters disapprove of his response to civil unrest across the country. White House trade advisor Peter Navarro says John Bolton's new book is a deep swamp revenge porn. On Fox News, Navarro claimed Bolton begged for the role of national security advisor under Trump. Navarro also accused Bolton of trying to put together coups in Venezuela and other countries. In business news this morning, nearly 95,000 Jeep Cherokees are being recalled because they might shut off while they're being driven. It seems a design flaw can also prevent the SUV from being in park, meaning it could roll away. The recall affects models from 2014 to 2017. Owners will be notified in the next month. The University of Texas says 13 of its football players have tested positive for COVID-19 or they're presumed positive. These 13 players are self-isolating. 10 more players identified through contact tracing, also in self-quarantine. LSU is set to host the Longhorns on September 12th. And finally, a California woman getting some credit this morning for fighting off a bear attack with her laptop. The bear clawed her and bit her. While she was sitting in a lawn chair in the Sierra Madre, the only thing she had to defend herself with was her laptop and wildlife officials still looking for that bear. Happy Friday, everyone. Another relatively nice day out there across Acadiana, mainly sunny skies with some afternoon clouds. But otherwise, highs topping out in the lower 90s, only about a 10% chance for an isolated shower or two. Heading in tonight into your Saturday, lows dropping into the lower 70s under mainly clear conditions. And then for the afternoon on Saturday, another nice one out there, partly cloudy, highs topping out in the lower 90s. And again, only about a 10% chance for a very isolated shower or two. Rain chances increasing a little bit as we head into your Father's Day, sitting at about 30%. Uh, but then rain chances really start to increase as we head into next work week. As an upper-level trough moves in from the west and coupled with daytime heating, will help to give us a little bit better scattering of those showers and storms in our afternoons. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Right now, 72 degrees here at KPEL. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. 
As far as traffic goes, we have a fender bender. Well, not a fender bender. It is a crash with injuries. Prejean Road at University. That's Prejean Road at University. Prohibit. It's 639 now at News Talk 96.5 KPL, and we're joined by Steve Peliquin from ESPN 1420. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. How I know you? you're disappointed. I'm not. Actually, every time I see you, it's like just a little bit of normal walks into the door. Well, uh, I don't know about that. I mean, you, I'm not saying you're normal. But you're I'm too young. What you talk about is you're too young to remember sports. the Jackson Five cartoon, the Jackson Five. Yep, I don't. With an animation. How about that? I'm. I'm too young to remember the Jackson 5. He was just Michael Jackson by the time I came around. Well, it was the Jackson 5, then it became the Jacksons. Mm -hmm. And, of course, they had the Jacksons, like, reunion tour. Uh, I always thought people think that the the little drummer boy, Bing Crosby, and David Bowie was, like, one of the best songs for, you know, kind of a strange uh, compilation Uh, (laughs) get-together. You had that, too, with uh, Cyndi Lauper and Frank Sinatra. I think it was Santa Claus is coming to town or whatever. Strange. Yeah. But uh, Michael Jackson Which and Mick Jagger like. did State of Shock. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's my Cindy Lauper. Oh, yes. my gosh. That's hilarious. That's pretty good. I like that. There's no words. <laughs> yeah. It's just a bunch of grunts yeah. to the sound of a synthesizer. You know? <laughs> That's right. Um, how about this? The most I ever, like the first time I learned anything about the Jacksons, like so many other kids who were being raised in the 90s uh-huh. is through the VH1 movie where wasn't oh, it Angela Bassett yes. playing yes. his mom? Yes. Um, you know, and, and you saw it that way. Uh, so many things I learned about on those VH1 movies. They those are good, but back they're, they're the kind of hard to music, watch sometimes, like you know? The Temptations. Yeah. A great movie, but it's it's sad. Well, I, yeah. Ike and Tina. I yes. mean, there are a lot of people who were fans of them, and then it's, sorry, no Ike, once the story came yes. out, sorry, it's just about her now. Yes. Anyway, uh, welcome in. Good yes, to see you. Here I am. Here you are. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's talk about sports a little bit. I, so many of these leagues are trying to like chart a path forward. Mm. I, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I am tired of the Major League Baseball yeah. fight in the media um, between the players, you know, union and the owners and the league. I mean, I'm just tired of talking about it. You guys go off, decide what you're going to do. Yeah. Then I want you guys to emerge from right. the same door, come out to some microphones. Let me and know say, if you plan. This is what it's going to yes. be. But you can't buy into if you're a fan. I had a call yesterday because, uh-huh. uh, you know, two days ago you had uh, the the report came out that they were close to deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they're going to play. They're going to play. I told people yesterday, I said, don't be so sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What makes you think you're not going to play? I said, I never said they weren't going to play. Yeah. I said, don't be so sure that they are going to play because nobody knows. Uh-huh. And, of course, Major League Baseball comes back yesterday and says, you know, we want more games involved. And, you know, I'm like you. It's yep. like I, I've really stopped following it. Okay, let me know, you know, if you're going to play. Give me a start date. None of this maybe, maybe, maybe. I want to know a definite start date. And, you know, I'll watch. I think. <laughs> I mean, really, because it's getting to the point with baseball now. It is. Uh, it is June nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but by, by the time I mean, let's say they come to the agreement today, mm-hmm. it's going to take you know at least a week 
to get players back. And people say, well, what do you mean get players back? Well, you got players coming from Venezuela. You got people coming from Japan. Which was the, another yeah. issue. How yes. do you get them back? Exactly. If you had travel. You know, I'd say at least a week. And then you need a month spring training. So I would think, and I guess you could expedite the process a little bit, but, mm-hmm. you know, you're looking at, at August as an, as in, 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 you know, even if you're a baseball fan like me, I mean, it's like August and you play 50 games. It's just not. Well, you know, here's what I think they should do. Okay. Rob wants to be the commissioner of every league. Okay, um, I want to uh-huh. control them all. And I want to, because what are you talking about? Um, how many games roughly in a football season if you exclude preseason and, and any, any 16 regular play? season games? Okay, okay, everyone gets 16 games. Baseball, you get 16 games. Yes. No no triple headers. No, you know, no, none of this. <laughs> 16 games. You get 16 Everybody games. Everybody gets 16 flat, games. And then you go to the World Series. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And everybody gets 16 games. That basketball, you can come back too. 16 games. I mean, because y'all played 900 games. It was like, people would always say, when I lived in Dallas, they'd love to go to a game. And I'd be like, "Yes, well, yeah, we can go to a Rangers game. It's about 15 bucks to go. And they're like, why is it so cheap? Because they play so many games constantly, yes. you know? Does that work with parenting? I mean, it's like yeah. a, you got you got three kids. One of them, you got 16 games. Yep. And then after those 16 games, you give it up to your brother and sister. <laughs> yeah. 16 huh. more games. Yes. Anyway, well, I guess we're looking at it. What about the crowds? Uh, yesterday, Dr. Fauci made some ruffled some feathers talking about how close people are in, in football stadiums and yeah. everything else. But I just think the Steve Pelican stock just goes up. Yes. If you can't go to a game in person, they got to hear it from uh, you. Well, that's true. You know, and look, it, I get it. People want to go to games. People want to see games. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, Dr. Fauci is much more qualified to talk about this than me, but For he sure. doesn't know either. I, by the I mean, way, nobody I, knows. I wasn't. I wasn't giving you any of those degrees he had. That's right. I wasn't giving you an honorary uh, right. doctorate uh-huh. anywhere. Uh, you, you know, I mean, but nobody knows. I mean, they, yeah. they really don't. Um, you know, this could wind up being a whole lot uh, less than what we thought it would be. Yep. On the other hand, it could turn out to be even worse and than what it, we thought it would be. If you look at the recent numbers, maybe we're on a little bit of an upswing, which is concerning yeah. at the least. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, so, okay. So with all this, everything else going on, what are you talking about on your show? Well... <laughs> I mean, are you singing songs? We, we, we are doing TV. I've got a lot of old school guests. You know, you uh-huh. really do talk about, you know, sports from yesteryear. Like, you know, when there was sports, when they really used to play yes. this thing called sports. <laughs> uh, that's always fun to, t- to talk about. But, of course, you know, that's that that, you know, people want the real thing. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's June. We haven't seen. A, a live team sporting event for the, over three months now. Uh-huh. And it's going to be at least four months because baseball is not coming back until late Ever. July mm-hmm. at the earliest. Same thing with the NBA. I mean, I understand NASCAR is going on. You got some golf happening. You got UFC. But in terms of, you know, team sports, I mean, this hadn't been going, you know, nothing's been since happening since uh, since mid-March. It's yeah. unbelievable. Well, I, I have something for you to talk about on today's show. Okay. And, but what I need you to do is to follow me. I'm walking across the hall to the KTDY studio. All right. I'm going to body slam CJ for coming in the studio when I'm on the uh-huh. air and interrupting me. Call. We're going to call it sports. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to say it's WWE. Uh-huh. You're going to talk about gonna it. going to put him in the RKO, the Randy yes. Orton RKO. And then when I get called to HR, awesome. I'm going to say this was all for uh-huh. CBP's show. It's it's an exhibition. I like it. Man. And Steve like and CJ think. will be all bruised up and everything. You need to do some a little professional wrestling thing, like like tell them that you're going to give them an award or something. Yes. And then you know, and you make a big deal out of it yes. for two weeks. Then when it comes in. You could put it on you know, on the website too, on video on the website. You could hand him an award, say you get ready to do a plaque and say, say a few words. And as soon as he starts to yeah. talk, 
you hit him on the back on the back Didn't we have with that an old folding chair. Yeah, one, one of those things. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee you would get a lot of hits. Can I be yeah. a part of that? Can we do like a tag team thing, oh, yeah, and then I can team. smack your hand, yes. and then I get to go in the ring, Rob? It, it could be good. Bernie just wants to wear good. the bikini. Holding up the sign. Um, no, never in my life had that <laughs> done. Three. Mm-hmm. Round mm-hmm. three. That's right. No, but uh, yeah, uh, I could wear some sort of other suit, but never a bikini. Well, I was, I'm offering mm-hmm. it to you. It's Friday, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a anyway, possibility. Hey, uh, Stevie P, thanks for coming in. But You're a beautiful um, man. Yes, every I time you come in, it just makes me feel, even if we don't talk about sports, even if you're trying <laughs> to tell there's me nothing to talk about, about the secret, <laughs> secret of whammy, press your luck. You know, that's coming back. Oh, is that right? That show is coming back? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Who is it? Um, is it Elizabeth Banks? She is plays in all those movies. Kind of Ducks a, and the Whammies. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's going to be the host. Peter Tamarkin was the original. Peter Tamarkin was the original. Yeah. I was actually watching the day that it all went down when the guy was on the show who had memorized the computer yes. setup. And it. I was a kid. It went into the prices right because it was live television, yeah. the whole bit. And I'm like, this is so yeah. weird. And what it, is going on? You knew, even as a kid, you knew, oh man, this is. But if you do that, if you could do that, wrong. go ahead, cheat. I, I, but, uh, if you could do that, I mean, if you could cheat. do Yeah, Peter Tamarkin died at a, uh, a plane crash, too. Uh, Did he really? Like five years after that. Uh, no after kidding. Yeah. I had no idea. Well, See, is there anything you don't know about uh, television? And then, you know what used to follow uh, Press Your Luck was Chord Sharks, who had numerous different hosts, including Bob Eubanks. Everybody knows Bob Eubanks is the host of the New Newlywed Game. game. Yes. I think he was better, actually, as the, the host of Chord Sharks. Was wasn't funny. the whole yeah. Chord Sharks premise, like, is it higher or lower? Higher or lower, yeah. And then you, you, know, and and then then you had to figure out the next card and they had those yes. big decks of cards or whatever. Yeah. How do you think they shuffled that? I always wondered that as a kid. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, good. That, that's a good question. I mean, I mean, was it you know, red? The, the hostess, the hostess used to cut them. Staff. No, remember yeah, the little remember she would, yeah, yeah cut yeah. the deck or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. that was supposed to be like like the, one of the first Vanna Whites. Yeah, I don't know about that, though, man. Uh, no, nobody's yeah. ever, has anyone ever matched the status of a Vanna? I mean, well, how long to, has she been on that show? Say, 30 Vanna, years? Vanna is more plastic now. She has to be. She looks exactly the same since she has in the 80s. I know. know, but can the you fault her? The real superstar is her surgeon. Whoever that guy is, <laughs> that guy needs a trip to Hawaii that stuff and five thousand dollars. Beautiful, right? All right, it's six forty-eight now at News Talk ninety-six-five. KPL back mm. with more Katie's morning news coming up on the show. You know why I look like a Barbie doll and why I look so great? It's because of the sleep I get. I'm telling you, that's why I'm so fine. Mm-hmm. Look, if you need to de-stress, you need to get yourself a sleep number bed. Plain and simple. That is where it's going to happen. Why? Sleep is restorative. You need it to build your immune system. You need it not to be frustrated with your kids 24-7. So if you're constantly working, you're trying to balance home, you're trying to balance work. Can I go into the office today? Or is it the B crew that gets to go in today? Look, there are so many things in our lives. And if you get yourself a good night's sleep, your entire perspective is going to change. So what do you do? Discover proven quality sleep for your family's health and well-being. If mom's okay, that's great. If dad's okay, that's great. Get dad the ultimate gift. Get him a sleep number bed. Now through Monday, save 50% on the sleep number 360 limited edition smart bed during the lowest prices of the season. You can go to sleepnumber.com or go to the Sleep Number store right at the corner of Settler's Trace and Ambassador Caffrey. Tell them, I want that bed that Bernadette Lee has. Sextortion is a crime where a cyber criminal claims to have hacked someone's computer system. 
and says that they have video proof, usually through a webcam of a person watching porn or doing sexual acts. They want money to not publicize what they claim to have. All of this is bad enough, but now the criminals have found a way to make it worse. Your Friday Consumer Tech Update is brought to you by Purple. The mattress has finally evolved. You'll never sleep too hot or too cold again. Find out more at purple.com slash Kim, promo code Kim. In the latest twist, cyber criminals create fake accounts on dating websites using the names and photos of real women saying that the women want dates and hookups. If they don't pay a ransom with bitcoins, the cyber criminals will contact all of the women's friends and family with the address of the fake profile. You can only imagine what this could do to a marriage. So if it happens to you, the FBI's best advice, as hard as it may be, do not respond in any way. I'm Kim Commando. We're all looking for ways to save money, especially now. When's the last time you looked at how much you're spending on car or homeowner's insurance? Check out Gabby and see about getting a lower rate for the exact same coverage you already have. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples-to-apples -apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers, like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. Just link your current insurance account, and in about two minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. Gabby customers save $825 per year on average. If they can't find you savings, they'll let you know you have the best rate out there. And they'll never sell your information, so no annoying spam or robocalls. It's totally free to check your rate, and there's no obligation. Take two minutes to see how much you can save on your car and homeowner's insurance now. Go to Gabby.com slash Kim. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash Kim. That's Gabby.com slash Kim. This is the place where all opinions are welcome. Every color gets through, and people on all sides of the issue can hash it out. And if you don't think you have a voice, you're wrong. It can be heard now by calling 232-1542. That's 232-1542. The Rush Morning Update is brought to you by Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Book your next traveling party at LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. You know, it's not just Seattle, Berkeley, New York, and other blue American cities. This insanity that we see around us has spread to cities around the world. In Liverpool, England, protesters vandalized street signs for Penny Lane. The vandals blacked out the famous street name and spray-painted Racist Lane, all because of unproven speculation that the street was named for James Penny, an 18th-century slave merchant. Steve Rotherham, mayor of Liverpool, says that there isn't one shred of evidence that the street was named for the slave trader. That doesn't matter. The mob has ruled. So I guess that we can expect that next, these history-erasing race warriors will come after the Beatles for daring to write an iconic song about their childhood memories of life in Liverpool. It was called Penny Lane. Paul George, uh, John Ringo, anybody who collaborated with them probably will be denounced for writing a song about a street that maybe, possibly, might have been named for somebody in a slave trade 300 years ago. You know, these, these crazed leftists don't give a rat's rear end about evidence or history or anything else. The UK protest mobs are also demanding that statues of Winston Churchill and even Mahatma Gandhi come down. Nothing and nobody is immune from the blind rage of the mob. These leftists, they're beyond nuts. They're truly flirting with insanity. Do not let them suck you into it, folks.
T-Mobile, 37 bucks a month. Verizon Wireless, $83 a month. Sprint, $92 a month. That's what the average family of four is saving a month on their cell phone service by switching to Pure Talk USA. You looking to cut costs, free up cash on a monthly basis? We'll start today with Pure Talk USA. Pure Talk covers 99% of America. Their call center is all based right here in America, and the CEO is a U.S. veteran. All plans include unlimited talk and text. Start at just $20. Just choose the amount of data you need. Switch to Pure Talk today. Save 50% off your first month. Here's what you do. You dial pound 250. And then say the keyword Pure Talk. That's pound 250. Keyword Pure Talk. Pure Talk USA. Simply smarter wireless. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text from Pure Talk USA. We're working for you around the clock to keep you informed. We are KDMS home for news and talk. KPEL FM Brokerage Lafayette. Hey, now, ex-cop charged with murder goes to court today in Atlanta. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. A week after Rayshard Brooks shooting, but some other officers apparently upset have been calling out sick, and that led to this. We are not answering our one call right now to the personnel issues. That audio from Broadcastify. Atlanta police tweeted they can effectively respond to 911 calls. Fox's Evan Brown has more on the case live. Yeah, Dave, now fired Atlanta police officer Garrett Rolfe will be in court at noon. He's charged with murder and other crimes, including assault, because the prosecutors say video shows Rolfe kicked Brooks after shooting him. Lance LaRusso is Rolfe's lawyer. My client never kicked Mr. Brooks. He could be leaning down to try to give him first aid. It could have been when he was trying to evaluate whether he needed handcuffs. Rolf could face a death penalty. A second officer, Devin Brosnan, is charged with assault and is out on bond, Dave. Evan, today's Juneteenth. Some states and companies are treating it as a paid holiday commemorating the state in 1865 when the last slaves in the U.S. were finally freed in Texas. Democratic Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee told the Fox News Rundown podcast. I introduced the Juneteenth uh, National Independence Day holiday, a federal holiday. Another Confederate monument has been taken down. That was just before midnight in Decatur, Georgia, after it was removed, after a judge okayed it. Protesters in Portland, Oregon, tore down a statue of George Washington last night. A new Fox poll gives Joe Biden a 12-point lead over President Trump. 63% of Biden supporters are more motivated by fear of President Trump than excited about Biden's candidacy. It is the reverse for the president by about the same numbers. 62% are more enthusiastic about him than fearful of Biden. Well, that's Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. Court here today on John Bolton's book due out Tuesday. The Justice Department is trying to block it, claiming it classified information. America's listening to Fox News. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently. And other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No. 
Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Democrats are celebrating a second Supreme Court ruling this week. First, the one that gave gay and transgender people protections in the workplace. And then yesterday's that rejected President Trump's attempt to end the Obama-era DACA program that shielded hundreds of thousands of immigrants brought here illegally as children. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer got teary-eyed. Wow, this decision's amazing. I am so happy. These kids, their families, I feel for them. And I think all of America does. The president reacted in a series of tweets calling the rulings shotgun blasts in the face of conservatives. He also wrote, As president, I'm asking for a legal solution on DACA, not a political one consistent with the rule of law. The Supreme Court is not willing to give us one, so now we have to start this process all over again. Later, the president in a tweet wrote, I will be releasing a new list of conservative Supreme Court justice nominees, which may include some or many of those already on the list by September 1st. In Washington, John Decker, Fox News. It's now 26 states that have rising coronavirus cases. A record high 3,200 plus reported yesterday in Florida, where some bars and restaurants around Jacksonville Beach and Orlando have closed again after outbreaks. But Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says no one should panic from the COVID-19 surge because far more people are being tested, resulting in more confirmed infections. The governor says the average age of cases has plunged. Almost no one outside nursing homes is dying and there are far fewer patients in ICUs or on ventilators than two months ago. That's Fox's Rick Leventhal. The coronavirus slowed down the 2020 census and halfway through it the National Urban League says it is concerned about communities with concentrations of blacks and Hispanics trailing the rest of the nation in answering census questionnaires. On Wall Street, Dow futures up more than 300 points. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Good morning. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick on Acadiana's Morning News. Your full weather and traffic forecast are coming up. Uh, by the way, a preview will get up to 91 degrees today. Just a small chance of showers and storms. A Senate-approved measure creating a policing policy task force written by Baton Rouge Senator Cleo Fields clears a House committee, and it's headed to the House floor. Law enforcement agencies say they support the resolution. Border Patrol agents seize 2,000 counterfeit designer face masks shipped into the port of New Orleans from China and Vietnam. No information right now as to whether the masks were functional, but they were seized for bearing the counterfeit trademarks of Burberry, Supreme, Gucci, and Chanel on the front of them. The Louisiana House has unanimously approved a bill that will result in the state sending grocery store employees, bus drivers, nurses, and other frontline workers a $250 check for hazard pay. Those who make less than $50,000 will be eligible. Federal coronavirus relief aid will pay for the one-time bonus checks for those who were required to work when the COVID-19 crisis began. The measure still needs Senate approval. A survey from the Louisiana Association of United Ways finds that two-thirds of Louisiana residents need help in paying everyday bills 
and the response to COVID-19. Here's more. Financial concerns linger with going back to work, their job and future with employment, as well as paying bills and housing costs. Louisiana Association of United Ways President Sarah Berthelot says child care concerns have many feeling uneasy. 23% of statewide respondents reported that they relied on child care to be able to earn an income and work. And 49% of this group was worried about future availability of child care. The overall main worry? The number one concern of Louisiana citizens was contracting COVID-19. I'm Kevin Barnhart. News making headlines elsewhere this morning. Black Lives Matter protests are making the Bank of England take down portraits of slavery. Fox's Simon Owen reports. Britain's central bank, the Bank of England, apologizing for what it calls inexcusable connections between some of its former governors and slavery. It says any portraits on display of those involved will be removed. George Floyd's death in Minneapolis is prompting a number of British institutions to re-examine their past. Insurance firm Lloyds of London apologizing for its role in what it calls an appalling and shameful period of English history. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. Is there interest in Congress to hear testimony from former National Security Advisor John Bolton now that experts from his tell-all book are circulating in the media? Fox's Jared Halperin reports from Capitol Hill. In his soon-to-be-released book, The Room Where It Happened, former National Security Advisor John Bolton accuses President Trump of asking China for help in his re-election campaign. Democrats were unsuccessful in securing Bolton's testimony during the impeachment process, and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi won't say if committees will now seek his testimony. Republican leaders have been quick to say Bolton is sensationalizing to profit from his book. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. And finally, a new push to make more people aware of today, Juneteenth, as a holiday. It's a major date in the end of slavery in our country. Fox's Rachel Sutherland reports. Texas was the first state to recognize Juneteenth as an official state holiday. Other states, including New York and Virginia, are now taking steps to do the same. Adria Johnson is with the Tampa Bay Juneteenth Coalition. Recognizing the independence of black people in America I feel like it's very important. Juneteenth marks the day slaves in Texas learned they were free more than two years after the Emancipation Proclamation. A number of major corporations, including Lyft, Target, and the NFL, say they're recognizing Juneteenth as a company holiday this year. Rachel Sutherland, Fox News. Happy Friday, everyone. Another relatively nice day out there across Acadiana. Mainly sunny skies with some afternoon clouds, but otherwise highs topping out in the lower 90s. Only about a 10% chance for an isolated shower or two. Heading in tonight into your Saturday, lows dropping into the lower 70s under mainly clear conditions. And then for the afternoon on Saturday, another nice one out there. Partly cloudy, highs topping out in the lower 90s. And again, only about a 10% chance for a very isolated shower or two. Rain chances increasing a little bit as we head into your Father's Day, sitting at about 30%. Uh, but then rain chances really start to increase as we head into next work week as an upper-level trough moves in from the west and coupled with daytime heating will help to give us a little bit better scattering of those showers and storms in our afternoons. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. Right now, we're getting that all clear. No crashes, no breakdowns to worry about right now. Hey, make sure that you're buckling up and keeping it safe out there. Oh, say can you see 
sleep of your life. Helix makes personalized mattresses to fit your unique body type and sleep preferences. Go to helixsleep.com and get up to $200 off mattress orders. Oh, Caleb is my girl. No, you're our girl. Oh. Know what I'm saying? Is that how that works? Hey, Caleb, good morning. Good morning. So, um, first of all, how you doing? How's the week? I love to ask that. You are a small business owner in our community, and you know, a lot of times the health of your business is a good indicator of the health of the local economy. Um, but last I checked, um, you were having to limit people just based on a percentage because it was so crowded. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, this week has been rocking and rolling for us, especially with phase two moving forward. Uh, our foot traffic is on a massive incline. You know, and we're just happy to see that much of the public out and about. Mm-hmm. That's it's good. You know, I'm happy people are supporting you. Yeah. And you know, it because it, it just shows me that people are willing to support local businesses, and and uh, that's a good thing all around. So there are several things we have on our list to talk about today, and one of them, um, the pro Second Amendment bills that were signed into law by the governor. I think there are a lot of people surprised. Um, I'll be honest, there are a lot of people who are you know, typical, you big fans of the governor, very surprised that they went ahead and passed on through. You know, this is in a way out of character for uh, I mean, I appreciate the second amendment community appreciates Blake Niguez, who actually wrote most of these bills. He appreciates it. But our governor is also a veteran of the military. He is pro-firearm to, to a degree, maybe not as, as much as, as some are, you know, there's, there's both extremists on both sides of the fence. But with these bills that have passed, there's a lot of really, uh, the quagmire of, of legislation that was there has been opened up a little bit. You know, things like in here, 
the municipalities can't override state law on where a firearm mm-hmm. can be carried or not. So state law used to say that you could not carry a firearm in a parade. Now, the way the state attorney general interpreted that was if you were in the parade, so if someone had, like Mardi Gras or anything else, mm-hmm. if someone had applied for a permit and you were on the float, you couldn't carry a firearm. Well, some towns and some municipalities, their ordinance said that you couldn't carry a firearm at all, even to be out there and in, in enjoying the parade as it passed by. They created a, a firearm-free zone with that. So we had, there were people who were carrying a firearm illegally, but it was unbeknownst to them. Now, ignorance of the law is not, you know, uh, right. doesn't by the UN. So this now gives us an ability to have those individuals who are doing things unbeknownst to them. It, it takes care of them and it gives us other areas where we now have the benefit of the doubt and we have a clear up of the, the many overlapping layers of, of government legislation. You know, I thought that was interesting because it it was the first time it was really spelled out that, you know, it was almost like a response to the current times that we're in where we are seeing different areas decide they want to have their own rules, even though it's not state law. I mean, we've been talking about Virginia for months, and that's sort of the thing that happened there, where you had kind of on the opposite way, a governor who wanted to instruct, wanted to, um, you know, put in more, more strict controls. And then you had the other municipalities and some of the rural areas say hold up we're not doing that here and um you know i I think it it surprised a lot of people i'm reading right now a comment uh, in the advocate um representative brian fontenot he's a republican out of the thibodeau area um in his bill it removed a section of state law that details who can carry a gun into a church and how to receive necessary permission now if you will remember when this first thing came out the first sort of draft of it, I mean, you had people screaming, oh my gosh, you, you're going to be able to bring them everywhere, and then now it's going to be even more unsafe. And then once it was clarified that you're the pastor or you know whoever the designated person in charge, whatever seniority level, would have to say, okay, good. Um, but then there's the question of training, because that was also required under the previous law. Correct, yeah. You, know, you had to go through an additional eight hours of training under the previous law. They removed that. And it cleared up some legislation because as things are legislated, we realize after time what works, what doesn't work, what makes things more difficult, uh, you know, what's a pitfall of it. So under the new one, you have to have the permission of the legislative body, of the of the ownership body. So if you're in a church where, let's say, the congregation owns it, they have to vote on if you can carry or if not. You know, uh, the Catholic diocese here in, in Louisiana, in Louisiana, has said multiple times that they will not allow firearms on their premises. You know, they've gone through and done different things. Well, this gives you the authority and the ability to petition them and to deem yourself worthy. They still have to approve it, but once approved, you can carry in that place of work. You're there. Very interesting. Um, There's some video that came out of New York last night, and it really did sort of lead me to the question I, I... have had to myself, you know, when I'm in those moments of solitude, really thinking about the issues of the world, I wonder why we don't see more instances of people using fireworks that you can buy all over the place to shoot at each other. You know, I mean, we see all these things keep on happening. And guess what? Overnight in New York, apparently two rival gangs went after each other with bottle rockets. And the video, number one, the video looks like the best Star Wars fight scene you've ever seen. Okay, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful fight. 
But you know, you start to look at something like this where where you do have it readily available and injuries could be done and all it is is a sanctioned firearm. I mean, once you really think of it, you can do the harm. Maybe it wouldn't kill someone, but it could hurt them pretty bad. Oh, definitely. You know, and, and you know, it's South Louisiana. We grow up a, a little bit differently down here. So it's not hard to find the Cajun down here who's taking his fireworks and made a sparkler bomb or something else. Yeah. Uh, yep. It makes you wonder with looking at the, the two gangs going at it, you want to you want to figure out who initiated. And you said, you know what? Let's go buy some penny rockets, and we'll shoot them at each other for a little while. Are you down for that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're luckily the, your your hand didn't blow off. See, that would be my big concern. I mean, you have a lot less protecting your hand than you would with a modern firearm, you know, than than this, which is just basically a cardboard tube. Um, I want to also ask you about a uh, a plant in Germany closing its doors. It was a SIG plant. Um, what does that mean to customers around the world? Um, is this company going out of business? You sent us this story from Recoil Web. You know, a bunch of people are talking about it. Um, and they basically said it was, you know, kind of an economic issue. It, the money just didn't work out. So it was Sig Sauer. And Sig is a massive company, but they have multiple divisions. Sig USA just won the U.S. military contract with M17, M18. They're looking at doing. Uh, the military contract for the new belt-fed machine gun program, as well as a few others. But SIG Sauer Germany, which is the second oldest of the three branches of SIG, has now shut down. Mm. Uh, Germany, ever since World War II, has been under heavy restriction on firearms, and there was a lot of uh, restriction on how they operated and what they could import and export. The difficulty that we're going to see here in the United States, a lot of the classic series SIGs, so, you know, Louisiana State Police used to carry the SIG Model 220. It was a 45 caliber handgun, single stack, a very, very phenomenal shooting firearm. Uh, that was German made. A lot of the firearms that were precursors to the, the 320, which is what they've come out with now, were made in Germany. All that tooling, all the, the equipment, those, the individuals who knew how to make those firearms were all in Germany. So with this shutdown, we're going to see some of the more classic firearms, but you're gonna see values go up because they're gonna be harder to get. And you're probably gonna see a year to a year and a half gap before they're made here in the United States. Wow. Well, that's a big change, especially for uh, retailers like yourself and where they can where they can get these from. We're gonna take a quick break. We're joined by Caleb Morse, the Rustic Renegade. It's Firearms Friday. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the store. Uh, I, I love to make him pick an item every week. Like, can, tell me what you're into this week, you know, because that's how I am with things. Uh, we're going to talk more with Caleb Morse after a quick break. You're listening to Acadiana's Morning News. Phone lines are open. Call the show at 232-1542. 232-1542. Then listen live anytime with the free KPL News app, free in the App Store or Google Play. All right, the Rustic Renegade himself, Caleb Morris, joins us on this Friday morning. By the way, the sun is up, and we're going to get up into the lower 90s again today. Um, I'm digging it. However, yesterday I was doing a lot of stuff around the house, Caleb, and I went through three shirts <laughs> because I, I, you know, I'd get done with some stuff, and I'm like, all right, let's lose, let's lose the wet shirt now, okay? Put on a new shirt, and then I'd have to do other things. But you know, that's what South Louisiana is like in the summer. I, I'm, I'm proud to be here. 
you know, you, you forget how hot it is until you start taking three showers a day because you become so wet you can't do anything else. <laughs> I know. I know. Anyway, um, I appreciate, by the way, my leather recliner more than anything at this time of the year because it's in the air conditioning, it's in the cold, and it just instantly cools you down, which is awesome. Um, all right. Tell me about the store. What's going on good? What is your item pick of the week? So right now, what we've seen a big influx is our soaps, and there's a new scent from Duke Cannon out. Okay. IPA. What? Uh, I'm a fan of IPAs. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I like a good beer, and, and IPA right now is kind of my flavor. And when I we came in this week, when I smelled that bar of soap, I had a craving for a beer, so I've actually now just joined the, the shower beer club. You know, you ever had a, had a beer while you're in the okay, shower? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a shower beer guy. However, I haven't done it in years because I'm normally on such a time limit. There's a kid waiting at the door for me to be done, so I don't have all this time to just leisurely. You know, I guess I could make time burn in the afternoons. You could. You know, anyway. So does it really smell like beer? It does. So they beer. have... Old Milwaukee is one of their scents. <laughs> uh, one. So they have they have two or three different beer scented soaps. Uh-huh. IPA is their newest one, and it just like you can smell the hops in it is what I think mm. is just phenomenal. It uh, I don't know how they do it. Uh, I'm not going to taste it to find out if it tastes as good as it smells, but I tell you, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Well, you know, I I pretty much stuck on that new Zanker hair uh, shampoo. That's pretty much the only <laughs> thing I use. So. You can find all that and more. Hey, it's Father's Day this weekend. If yes. you haven't picked up anything, you go over to the Rustic Renegade. It's right there on I-49 on the service road uh, between Glory Switch and Pondemutan. You'll see the big sign. But when I tell you, walk into there. One thing I love about your store, Caleb, it's like you can't hardly get 15 feet in the store without seeing something that you have to have that's not going to break the bank. I've never left the Rustic Renegade without buying something. And so you maybe have that hard to buy for. Dad, uh, just pick up a few things. You know, maybe one thing is not, not enough for a gift, but you pick up maybe four or five things, put them together, great Father's Day gift, and they can get you taken care of. Of course, firearms. Um, we've been talking about the range. How's that coming along? We're actually re- we're doing a remodel in the back. I've had so many requests for the range. We're selling gift cards right now. It's going to reopen cool. on January 1st. Is when the range is going to be hot to trot again. And what we're going to do, I guess I can go ahead and announce it now, is for the first for the first week of July, so not January. July I was about 1st. to. I wanted to yeah, clarify. Of, <laughs> July first. Yeah. So for the for the first week of July, the range is going to be free to the public to show our appreciation for all the support and everything else we've had. Uh, we just want to give back, so we're gonna we're gonna waive our range fee in the back, and we're gonna try to handle the mob that comes in because <laughs> you know we expect a lot of people coming in to want yeah. want to throw and spend time together. Wow, that's awesome, Caleb. Well, yeah, good luck with awesome. it. Stop on by. Uh, Caleb, give the phone number on the website in case people want more information. So our website is therusticrenegade.com. You can find us on social media. It's all the Rustic Renegade. Uh, the phone number, if you want to call us, is 337-357-1168. Or just come by the shop, 2842 Northeast of Andrew and Thruway. All right. Thanks, Caleb. Good talking to you. To the man. Have a wonderful weekend. All right, it is 7.30 now at Newstalk 96.5. KPL, quick break here and a check of your headlines uh, going on around the country. You're listening to Acadiana's Morning News. I'm Brandon Como, and you're locked into KPL. Get my take on the day's biggest stories alongside Shannon Wilkerson. Offsides, weekdays at 4 on Newstalk 96.5. It's the bottom of the hour. Now the top stories from KPL96.5.com. The coronavirus is soaring in at least four states, all reporting double-digit highs. 
Just yesterday, Florida added 3,200 new cases. Arizona, 2,500 in California. Saw new cases drop by more than half from yesterday to just 1,900. Texas has gone an entire week with record hospitalizations, almost 2,500 today. Here in the state of Louisiana, our numbers were not reported. The governor says he wants the Department of Health to take a look at those cases and make sure the correct information is applied to the online dashboard. The FDA says some states are on the cusp of losing control. The former Atlanta police officer accused of killing Richard Brooks will remain behind bars. Garrett Rolfe turned himself in yesterday after being charged with murder. He's being held without bond. Now, the other officer, Devin Brosnan, was also charged with aggravated assault over the incident. He reportedly stood on Brooks's shoulder to keep him down after the officer-involved shooting. Now, Brosnan says Richard Brooks was friendly, even respectful, in the minutes before he was shot and killed. In fact, Brosnan says he didn't even realize the father of four had been shot. Brosnan spoke out a few hours after bonding out of jail yesterday. He admits to stepping on Brooks, but claims it was only for a few seconds. Senator John Cornyn says he plans to bring forward legislation to make Juneteenth a federal holiday. On the Senate floor, the Texas Republican explained that the June 19th holiday is an opportunity to reflect on our history. Juneteenth celebrates the end of slavery in the U.S. back in 1865. Texas Democratic Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee introduced a corresponding measure in the House. Several companies, including Nike, Twitter, and Target, already declared that a company holiday. Australia is in the midst of a major cyber attack. Prime Minister Scott Morrison blames a state-based hacker for the widespread attack. It's targeting government entities and businesses. President Trump says he wants a legal solution to DACA, not a political one. He tweeted that after the Supreme Court blocked his attempt to end the eight-year program yesterday. Trump says it shows the need for new justices. The ruling means about 700,000 Dreamers can stay in the U.S. without fear of deportation, something they have pushed for. The nation's biggest wildfire is growing to nearly 115,000 acres in Arizona. It's burning in the Tonto National Forest, northeast of Phoenix. Officials say it's fueled by a combination of hot temperatures, increased winds, and a ton of dry vegetation. At least four communities have already evacuated, several more on alert. The fire was sparked by a vehicle five days ago and remains just 5% contained. According to a new Fox News poll, President Trump losing ground to his opponent, in the November election, those poll numbers show Joe Biden with 50 percent of support compared to just Trump's 38 percent. The former vice president led by eight points in last month's survey. The commander in chief's response to protests over social injustices may be the cause for his slide. It found that over half of voters disapprove of his response to civil unrest across the country. White House trade advisor Peter Navarro says John Bolton's new book is a deep swamp revenge porn. On Fox News, Navarro claimed Bolton begged for the role of national security advisor under Trump. Navarro also accused Bolton of trying to put together coups in Venezuela and other countries. In business news this morning, nearly 95,000 Jeep Cherokees are being recalled because they might shut off while they're being driven. Seems a design flaw can also prevent the SUV from being in park, meaning it could roll away. The recall affects models from 2014 to 2017. Owners will be notified in the next month. The University of Texas says 13 of its football players have tested positive for COVID-19 or they're presumed positive. These 13 players are self-isolating. 10 more players identified through contact tracing, also in self-quarantine. LSU is set to host the Longhorns on September 12th. And finally, a California woman getting some credit this morning for fighting off a bear attack with her laptop. The bear clawed her and bit her. 
While she was sitting in a lawn chair in the Sierra Madre, the only thing she had to defend herself with was her laptop and wildlife officials still looking for that bear. Happy Friday, everyone. Another relatively nice day out there across Acadiana. Mainly sunny skies with some afternoon clouds, but otherwise highs topping out in the lower 90s. Only about a 10% chance for an isolated shower or two. Heading in tonight into your Saturday, lows dropping into the lower 70s under mainly clear conditions. And then for the afternoon on Saturday, another nice one out there. Partly cloudy, highs topping out in the lower 90s. And again, only about a 10% chance for a very isolated shower or two. Rain chances increasing a little bit as we head into your Father's Day, sitting at about 30%. Uh, but then rain chances really start to increase as we head into next work week as an upper-level trough moves in from the west and coupled with daytime heating will help to give us a little bit better scattering of those showers and storms in our afternoons. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. So right now, 70 degrees here at KPL. Our weather update being brought to you by Compassion International. Join Compassion. Give hope to a family in extreme poverty. Give a $40 one-time gift. Text the word HOPE to 83393. That's the word HOPE to 83393. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. After Black Lives Matter protesters protested outside New Orleans Mayor's Latoya Cantrell's home, she wrote a letter to them saying, we cannot be about storming angrily into a residential neighborhood, leaving my daughter feeling terrorized. And yet, whether it was Mayor Jacob Fry in Minneapolis who let his city burn, or former New York Mayor David Dinkins who held the police back in order to let protesters blow off a little steam. You know, it becomes entirely different when these elected officials get steamed. And it wasn't two weeks ago that Mayor Cantrell said, we want you to be heard. But now she says, not on my street. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Park. On News Talk 96.5 KPL and streaming live at KPL96.5.com. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, double checking your traffic. Well, the news is good. No crashes, no breakdowns. Hey, we'll take it. You guys be careful out there, please. Traffic brought to you by the Positive Coaching Alliance. Do you have questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Find out more today at positivecoach.org. It is 741 now at Newstalk 96.5. KPL, the sun is shining, but there are still some folks going through some hard times here in Acadiana, statewide as well. Elsa Dimitriadis from United Way joins us on the phone. Good morning to you. Thanks again for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So we saw the results of this survey um, where United Way had really reached out to say, you know, what is, you know, what is that one point that you're having trouble with, you know? Obviously, financial issues are huge. You know, folks are worried about bills, especially bills for housing. So that's, you know, your rent and your mortgages. 
across the state. And United Way is really trying to tailor the relief efforts that you guys have you know, going on to make sure you are serving those needs. And maybe there are some things that aren't so needed right now. So let's talk a little bit about this survey and some of the findings. Yeah, so we had an 83% completion rate in Louisiana, so we're really excited about having information that we can really rely on. But what we learned is that um, unemployment benefits were absolutely essential to cover the household expenses for 28% of people during the pandemic. But people still um, relied on their credit, taking out loans, um, SNAP food benefits or food banks. Um, and, and we also learned that um, 42% of people saw a reduction in employment. Um, either they were furloughed or had some kind of job loss reduction of hours. And so, um, but overall, their primary concern, 69%, was that they would contract COVID because it's such a it's such a um, a, a trickle down effect, right? It it isn't that they're just it's their primary health concern um, that it's that it's a health concern, but also that it affects then their unemployment and and how are they going to make ends meet? And so um, I, I think that the biggest takeaway that we need to remember is that. Um, these aren't people who are living extravagantly or that they can't budget effectively. There just isn't enough to budget. And so um, what we do is we call that the Alice population, which is um, asset limited, income constrained, but employed. So um, for lack of a better term, like the working poor. And so um, United Way has been doing a lot of things during this time, um, United Way of Acadiana and other United Ways across Louisiana to, um, to try to help fill the gaps. Um, day before yesterday, we did a um, mass food dr- uh, distribution at UL uh, Cajun Field in partnership with Second Harvest and UL, and we were able to give um, 115,000 pounds of food out. Um, yeah, it, and and you know, if you're lining up at seven o'clock in the morning for a for a food distribution that doesn't start until noon, I mean, you're in profound need. And, and, and I think for food that you don't even know what the food is, you know? Um, and so, and so I think that, I think we really need to, to, to remember that people are in, are in great need. We're also providing food to those, um, who are experiencing homelessness and people who are homebound, but aren't, don't fit into a Meals on Wheels program. So we're currently, uh, twice a week packing frozen food and delivering it to hotels and motels and then other places where people aren't able to get to food pantries and 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 get the things that they need. Um so so what we're really doing is using this survey to get the information that we need so that we know how to best serve um serve our population. You know, it's it's sad because you know you took this survey during a time where not in addition to unemployment benefits that you would normally get, that number, $247, is the max benefit for state unemployment. But right now, yep. there's that extra $600 of federal money injected per week. So that is making it, um, if you qualify for the whole thing, 847 And you're talking about people who are still having a hard time even with that. That is coming to an end mm-hmm. soon. How is United Way preparing for that to happen? Because... It almost seems like as we're talking about a second wave with the virus, it seems like we're going to be talking about a second wave of folks who have even fewer resources to pay the bills every month. Definitely. So um, 
So what we're doing is working with other organizations, ARCH, um, which is the Acadiana uh, Regional Housing Coalition, um, and, and other organizations, Second Harvest. Um, we're extending our VITA services, which is the volunteer income tax assistance, to make sure people have gotten their, also gotten their um, tax refunds. Um, you know, the, the deadline was extended to July of 16th. So we're making sure that we're extending that program and, um, and we'll be also doing things like filling the gaps with school supplies. Um, we've been doing Learn United, which is a program, um, that, you know, kids have been out of school for, uh, a lot of the spring and they will be out for the summer. So in order to combat summer slide, which is when typically they're, they, they, um, forget information that they've learned throughout the year. Um, we have on the AOC, they can have programming. Um, from eight to two every single day. So they can, um, just, you know, if parents are, are at home and working, but need their kids to be learning at the same time, they can, um, put them in front of the AOC and, and still continue to get learning. And so we're also just trying to, to um, to pivot when we need to. You know, I think that what United Way is really great at is being able to, um, constantly pivot throughout a crisis like this and say, okay, this is the need now. Okay, we're going to fill that. And okay, now this yep. new need has developed. And then we we fill that. But I think also what we need to remember is that, you know, on a good day when there is no COVID and there's no, <clears throat> there, there are no, you know, additional pressures, 40% of our households don't earn enough to cover basic expenses. So while this is an exacerbated problem, this is a problem that's like, you know, all the time. It's a constant issue. So, um, so we're doing what we can. We also appreciate any volunteers that are interested in helping out. We're, you know, like I said, we're doing food, um, food relief three days a week and, um, and really rely on our, on our, uh, volunteers to get that work done. Elsa Dimitriatis from United Way, thanks so much for your time, what you're doing, and keep us up to date when we could help you if you're thanks. doing another second harvest food drive, whatever we can do, you yeah. let us know because, uh, Look, the need is there. That is no mm -hmm. secret. We thank you for your time today. Well, thank you so much. We can't do it without you. All right. Appreciate it. 748 now at Newstalk 96.5 KPL. I think it's so easy for us, you know, who still have a job yeah, or maybe working. have gone back. Right. Or maybe you're at least getting limited hours to have yeah. some sort of normalcy. But we really need to pay attention to those who have not. Um, yeah. Even in some situations where someone was already having a hard time making before. ends meet before all this yes. and elderly uh, neighbors and family members and friends. Yeah. And especially what if you do live in a rural area, you don't have any gas money maybe right now, or you just never had a reliable form of transportation. Yeah. Um, there are so many different ways that we can help. Um, so we got to try to fill those needs to, to get it done. And I mean, you know, as she pointed out, you know, People go in at seven o'clock in the morning to wait in line. They don't know what kind of food they're going to be given, but they have nothing. I was about to say, at it goes home. to show you how important it is. Yeah. Wow. And so, if you can help with Second Harvest by any means, um, you know, United Way is a, a, a conduit of that. Yeah. You know, all of the local groups are helping with one another to make sure that people are getting their needs met in a time when it's just. Um, it is beyond difficult for some people to put food on the table. I think so. Hey, don't forget about 311. That yes. is a line that's set up. Um, you can call it from anywhere. Um, if you are in Lafayette, 311, you dial that. They have people who are trained to put you in touch with all of these services, mm -hmm. no matter what you need. And I think that will be one thing good that comes out of this. 311's been around for years and years. But 
you know, really becoming this, you know, pretty specific clearinghouse for all these services is really what they're all about. And touch base with them. That's why yes. we have it. All right, 750 now at Newstalk 96.5 KPL. We'll uh, touch base and maybe try to hop on the KPL topic train Sweet. after a quick break. Stay with us. We're back after this. I'm Bernadette Lee, and you're listening to News Talk 96.5 KPL. Graham. KPL Topic Train is running right on time. Driven by Bruce Hart Poche, LLP, certified public accountants. All right, so it is Father's Day weekend. Bernie, I called it a holiday weekend earlier. I know you don't get an extra day of work, but it's it's a holiday. Well, it is for, for dads because y'all should be able to sit around and do nothing all weekend. Yep. So there are a lot of people who are so excited, like my kids, every single day this yeah. week, they have come home with some sort of card. Oh, um, that's so sweet, I just man. said, here's what I don't want for Father's Day. I don't <laughs> want anything to do, okay? That makes sense. Um, I, I have killed three butterflies so far this summer uh, by accident. Okay. Okay, because like, they, they brought home the cocoon oh, in the jar. Yeah. And then, I, you know what? It was when Layton was in the hospital. I can't believe I'm going to admit this on the radio. She was very concerned about the um, butterfly. Okay. Right. okay. The butterfly, we had been watching this cocoon for weeks. Okay. She's in the hospital. Yes. It emerges. Uh-huh. And guess what? what? It just lays out. I thought it was dead. Okay. And? I might have put some <laughs> lemon juice oh. inside of it. Oh. And because I thought maybe it had a little diabetes. It needed a little bit of uh, <laughs> sugar to get going. You know? You've lost Shelby. your mind. I even named the butterfly Shelby. Shelby. Drink your juice, Shelby. And so guess what? Shelby yeah. died in the juice. Poor thing. Okay, you are hilarious. So we have another butterfly right now that should be hatching soon. And I'm like, please don't make me take care of it. <laughs> like, I, I got the dog. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? I feed the dog. I put the water. Sure. I let the dog out the backyard to do its thing. Uh, right. Okay. But I'm yep. not cut out for butterflies. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I want for uh And for that's Father's why Day. God gave you daughters. So um, <laughs> there are a lot of people who Father's Day, it's, it's not a happy time. Because right. they, they reminded their dad's not yeah. here. Or their dad, yeah. even whether not living or not here, or maybe you don't have that relationship, yeah. or maybe deployed. I mean, there's sure. so many I mean, different things. Yeah, a lot of scenarios. So there's this list going around, and it's five things to do. You can't be with your dad this weekend. Number one, donate or volunteer your time to a charity. If there nice. is a charity or cause that your dad was always passionate about, make a donation in his name. Volunteer some of your time Spread this week, in. this weekend to do it. Number two, go to a place he liked or do something you always did together. Now, maybe your dad loved to go to a particular park or a particular right. restaurant. Okay. Um, or maybe I used to ride bikes together. Make some time to do that. Enjoy his favorite food or beverage. Mm-hmm. Make sure to do that. There was that one thing he'd always want to put on the grill. Do it. It's a great idea. Number four, create something his memory. Maybe plant a tree. Put some flowers in your yard. Maybe make a plaque. You could put somewhere that you revisit every Father's Day. And number five, reach out to other dad figures in your life. You know, it doesn't have to be your biological father. True. There are some people who say, you know what? Their mom stepped up to be the dad if their dad wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Call her. 
Or maybe there's an uncle who was really instrumental in your life or a grandfather. Love it. Give them a call. It's an important day. You know, we got to say thanks to dads. There's a list of 25 dad songs, okay? Would you like to know what the... <laughs> yes. The top five. Temptations. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Okay, great one. Bruce Springsteen, My Father's House. Oh, Eric yeah. Clapton, My Father's Eyes. The Game, Like Father, Like Son, and... This is not a Father's Day song, but it's on the list, so I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. Papa Don't Preach, Madonna. <laughs> wow. You okay. Know. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, That's there you different. go. Happy Father's Day to everyone out there. It's a it's a fun day. I'm excited. I'll be surrounded by kind of a limited family, and mm -hmm. it'll be a good time. It's Amen. good to all be together. Happy all right. Father's Day. You're a good guy. Thank you, man. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. 757. Fox News commentary. A potential step forward on racial progress and police reform. More next. You're more focused than ever on keeping your employees and customers safe. CentOS has the products and services you need to feel prepared. Our CentOS technicians can apply our disinfectant and sanitizer spray throughout your facility. Our ultra-clean service for restrooms uses a sanitizer effective against certain germs, bacteria, and viruses. And we'll help you stay well-stocked with hand sanitizer, face masks, and essential PPE. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Senate Republicans unveiled the Justice Act this week, a sweeping police reform bill in the wake of the killing of George Floyd. Here's lead sponsor Tim Scott. We're not a racist country. We deal with racism because there's racism in the country. He is uniquely positioned to help lead this legislative effort. And the bill that he and others have produced is sound. Does it do everything that everyone would like to see? No. Would I like to see more on qualified immunity reform, for example, holding certain police accountable? I would. But in a moment of national crisis and national unity of purpose, where most Americans agree something needs to change, a consensus bill is necessary. Compromise is essential. And the bill includes a number of ideas supported by Democrats. Nevertheless, so far their reaction has been negative, panning the bill as insufficient. The politicians in Washington need to decide. Do they want to make new law or do they want to argue and have a campaign issue? We'll see. That's your Fox News commentary. Home of the Rush Limbaugh Show in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5 KPE. E.L. Brobridge, Lafayette. It's a must not read. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what the Trump administration thinks of John Bolton's new book. Going to court today to block the ex-national security advisor, who is very critical of his old boss, calling him unfit for office. The president calls Bolton a wacko. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo calls him a traitor. Fox's John Decker, live in Washington. A federal judge has scheduled a hearing for this afternoon to decide whether the publisher of John Bolton's tell-all book, Simon & Schuster, must halt distribution of his memoir. The Justice Department claims the book contains classified information Information that could jeopardize national security. The DOJ has asked U.S. District Court Judge Royce Lamberth to issue a temporary restraining order to stop Bolton and his publisher from releasing it. Simon & Schuster said the attempt to block the nearly 600-page book would accomplish nothing because it has already been distributed ahead of Tuesday's planned release date. Dave? John, a new Fox poll has Joe Biden leading the president by 12 points. But Trump campaign manager Brad Parscale doesn't believe it and just told of Fox back in 2016. Most states like Michigan, Wisconsin, there was never one public poll that ever said we were winning. And guess what? 
the president won them. A big crowd is already gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma, for the president's first rally since March tomorrow. In three hours, Garrett Rolf, the now ex-Atlanta cop charged with murder in the shooting of Ray Shard Brooks, who resisted arrest, is going to court. Rolf faces up to life in prison if convicted. Now, Officer Devin Brosnan also turned himself in on four charges, including aggravated assault for allegedly standing on Brooks' arms as he laid on the ground dying. He is free on bond. Fox's Brian Yenis outside Atlanta. Another Confederate monument was removed in Decatur after a judge okayed it. Also last night... Protesters in Portland, Oregon, who burned flags, tore down a statue of George Washington, our first president. This out from Garrison Davis via Storyful. America's listening to Fox News. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently, and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie-cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie-cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. That new Fox poll on the presidential race that gives Joe Biden a 12-point lead over President Trump also asked people about race. While just 18% of those polled said they participated in recent protests, 57% said they view the protests held after George Floyd's death favorably, while roughly the same amount disapproved of the president's response to the protests. A majority of those polled said they believe police brutality is a widespread problem, and while 46% do not support a reduction in police funding, 41% of those polled do. 67% of respondents said coronavirus and unemployment represent a major threat to the country's stability. 64% said racism does. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. There is another police shooting that's generating racial and anti-police protests, one you may not be as familiar with in Denver. Say his name! Demonstrators upset with Denver DA Beth McCann, who didn't bring charges against cops in the deadly shooting of William DeBose on May 1st. Investigators say Denver police were chasing DeBose on foot after he got out of a car that was driving erratically. During the chase, DeBose pulled out a handgun, then he was shot. McCann says it was reasonable for the officer to believe his life was in danger. Not everyone agrees. Protest organizer Joel spoke with Fox 31. They will always defend the cops, and um, so what surprising but it doesn't make it hurt any less mccann plans to hold a community meeting next week rob dawson fox news actor ian holm has died you might remember him from chariots of fire you also might likely better know him as bilbo baggins from the lord of the rings trilogies and the hobbit movies on wall street stocks could surge to start the day dow futures are up more than 300 points I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. 
Good morning. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick on Acadiana's Morning News. Your full weather and traffic forecasts are coming up. Uh, by the way, a preview will get up to 91 degrees today. Just a small chance of showers and storms. A Senate-approved measure creating a policing policy task force written by Baton Rouge Senator Cleo Fields clears a House committee, and it's headed to the House floor. Law enforcement agencies say they support the resolution. Border Patrol agents seize 2,000 counterfeit designer face masks shipped into the port of New Orleans from China and Vietnam. No information right now as to whether the masks were functional, but they were seized for bearing the counterfeit trademarks of Burberry, Supreme, Gucci, and Chanel on the front of them. The Louisiana House has unanimously approved a bill that will result in the state sending grocery store employees, bus drivers, nurses, and other frontline workers a $250 check for hazard pay. Those who make less than $50,000 will be eligible. Federal coronavirus relief aid will pay for the one-time bonus checks for those who were required to work when the COVID-19 crisis began. The measure still needs Senate approval. A survey from the Louisiana Association of United Ways finds that two-thirds of Louisiana residents need help in paying everyday bills and the response to COVID-19. Here's more. Financial concerns linger with going back to work, their job and future with employment, as well as paying bills and housing costs. Louisiana Association of United Ways President Sarah Berthelot says child care concerns have many feeling uneasy. 23% of statewide respondents reported that they relied on child care to be able to earn an income and work, and 49% of this group was worried about future availability of child care. The overall main worry? The number one concern of Louisiana citizens was contracting COVID-19. I'm Kevin Barnhart. News making headlines elsewhere this morning. Black Lives Matter protests are making the Bank of England take down portraits of slavery. Fox's Simon Owen reports. Britain's central bank, the Bank of England, apologizing for what it calls inexcusable connections between some of its former governors and slavery. It says any portraits on display of those involved will be removed. George Floyd's death in Minneapolis is prompting a number of British institutions to re-examine their past. Insurance firm Lloyds of London apologising for its role in what it calls an appalling and shameful period of English history. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. Is there interest in Congress to hear testimony from former National Security Advisor John Bolton now that experts from his tell-all book are circulating in the media? Fox's Jared Halpern reports from Capitol Hill. In his soon-to-be-released book, The Room Where It Happened, former National Security Advisor John Bolton accuses President Trump of asking China for help in his re-election campaign. Democrats were unsuccessful in securing Bolton's testimony during the impeachment process. And House Speaker Nancy Pelosi won't say if committees will now seek his testimony. Republican leaders have been quick to say Bolton is sensationalizing to profit from his book. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. And finally, a new push to make more people aware of today, Juneteenth, as a holiday. It's a major date in the end of slavery in our country. Fox's Rachel Sutherland reports. Texas was the first state to recognize Juneteenth as an official state holiday. Other states, including New York and Virginia, are now taking steps to do the same. Adria Johnson is with the Tampa Bay Juneteenth Coalition. Recognizing the independence of black people in America I feel like it's very important. Juneteenth marks the day slaves in Texas learned they were free more than two years after the Emancipation Proclamation. A number of major corporations, including Lyft, Target, and the NFL, say they're recognizing Juneteenth as a company holiday this year. Rachel Sutherland, 
Fox News. Another hot and relatively dry day across Acadiana this afternoon. Highs topping out in the lower 90s under partly cloudy skies. A pretty nice into the work week. Overnight lows dropping into the lower 70s under mainly clear skies. And then for your Saturday, another nice day in store. Mainly sunny skies, some clouds in the afternoon, but otherwise staying dry. Only about a 10% chance of rain and a slightly higher rain chances as we head into your Father's Day. But all in all, not looking too bad. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. 75 degrees here at the KPL Studios. Weather brought to you by Matthew James Financial. Wealth management and retirement planning, just a phone call away. 366-8366. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. We have a report of a fender bender this morning. It's on Beaubassin Road near East Gloria Switch Road. That's Beaubassin Road right near East Gloria Switch Road. Make sure you're buckling up. Keeping it safe out there today. Traffic brought to you by the Positive Coaching Alliance. Do you have questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, helps to develop better people and better athletes through youth and high school sports. You can find out more at positivecoach.com. It is 8.14 now at News Talk 96.5. KPL, welcome back to Acadiana's Morning News. So last week at this time, we were we were posted up at the Handy Stop Market and Cafe. It was a huge weekend. Um, Anita Begno joins us on the phone, and I want to start there. How has the week been? How are things with Bradley? Still seeing crowds. Uh, is, is the downtown grocery store still everything everyone wanted? All good questions. So it was an awesome weekend. Thank you guys for kicking it off last Friday at the Handy Stop with your big downtown breakfast show. <laughs> yes, shows. that's right. Big downtown uh, breakfast Friday. show. We're hoping to continue it, by the way, but that yeah, is TBD. So. You let me know. I will. Uh, but Bradley said he had an awesome weekend. So Friday we did the grand opening. Saturday we did an art walk ribbon cutting. Awesome attendance. Um, I think he said his numbers doubled over the weekend from what he was typically seeing uh, for the previous weekends, so it definitely worked. But he also got wine and beer last week, so that probably had something. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing what a liquor license will do for you, you know. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So it's been really great um, this week. Uh, I know a lot of people went to try lunch for the first time because they came out to either the grand opening or the ribbon cutting and got to see the deli and taste some of the stuff that um, Bianca's making over there. Which the food is great. If if anything, if you don't need to make groceries downtown, mm-hmm. but you want to come grab a quick lunch, the deli is awesome. That's awesome. Well, good. Well, um, you know, people continue to want to go down there and experience the restaurants. Um, you sent out something yesterday, and it was about just kind of a reminder about that there are still capacity limits for these different areas, especially when it comes to nightlife. I know um, last weekend there were some people who definitely thought they were putting on their white belt and white sunglasses and shining their <laughs> shoes to go out yes. for just what was a regular weekend. And yes, there are, you know, a lot of things you can do, but there are still limits. 
Absolutely. And so the important thing for folks to remember is if you are planning to go out tonight or tomorrow night in downtown Lafayette, that restaurants and bars and nightclubs are at restricted capacity. So the carrying capacity of downtown Lafayette is lessened. When it comes to those late night bars and nightclubs, about two thirds of the people who come out to go into one of those bars or nightclubs are not going to be allowed to enter because Mm. typically we can carry about uh, just north of 3,000 people occupancy-wise in those venues. And right now we're at just around 1,000. So when 3,000 people come out expecting to get in, that's not the case. And then you start to see some trickle-down effects that are unintended consequences, like long lines, um, which is very nerve-wracking um, during this pandemic where we're supposed to be practicing social distancing. And so we're asking people to think about that. Plan your night out earlier. Come grab some dinner and a nice cocktail at one of our amazing restaurants. And then if you really want to get into a place, you need to get here early. And if it's 1230 and you're standing behind 100 people in line to get into a place that has an occupancy of 100, you're probably not going to get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. and, and it does. You know, there are so many different options. I would I would imagine if everyone just spread out and you saw a line at one. So you went to another one. Everyone could probably get inside. Would you agree? I would not because you, <laughs> you know what? This is your last appearance. So, so you say everything you want to say because you're never coming back on this show again. Two thousand <laughs> people cannot fit into one thousand. Okay, I hear. I like, I hear you. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. What, what can't happen right now in this moment of COVID nineteen is that people just hang out and have sidewalk parties really congested onto the sidewalk. Can't do that, right? Doing all the hard work we've been doing for um, practicing social distancing. And so we're just asking people, you know, be smart. We want you to come and support downtown businesses, but do it safely and be respectful of our public spaces. That's another thing we've seen since there's so many people out on the sidewalks. We want to remind folks that glass bottles are not allowed on the street or the sidewalks at any time. And then our open container law actually ends at midnight. And so we saw a lot of trash, unfortunately, over the past two weekends, littering the sidewalks and parking spots and on our streets. And we just ask people to be respectful. You know, this is a really special place of town. And there are daytime businesses and nighttime businesses and people who live in apartments above bars and, and clubs. And so this is their neighborhood. This is their home. And so we ask people who are coming to visit, we want you to come. We want you to be here. But we want you to be respectful of, of our public space. And please throw your cup in the trash can. And please do not bring a glass bottle out with you mm-hmm. at all <laughs> because they're they're not allowed. I want to talk a little bit about security because we did have the shooting incident uh, that happened on Jefferson Street. And, you know, I I would imagine to be in your position whenever you come across someone who says, see, that's why I don't go downtown. It it probably has to make a part of you die inside because there is such strides being made. But the safety thing is a big topic because, you know, a lot of people are thinking about it. Just have just a kind of an innate thought or an innate fear, you know, that you might go somewhere and be unsafe. Is there anything sure, that's rough. being done? So I, I just want to ask, and then and tell me what you want. But I, I want to just ask: Is there anything being done directly in relation to that incident that happened? Spreading out officers, doing something else in response, and then kind of give me your thoughts on the whole topic. Great question. Well, I'm going to start with my thoughts. We cannot shy away from. Um, what happened last weekend. And I want you to be assured and I want the community to be assured that the the bar owners, um, the property owners, the downtown development authority, the police department, the sheriff's department, the mayor president's office, the fire chief, the fire marshal, I have 
probably spent 20 hours since last Saturday focused on this very issue, speaking to different people. We've gathered um, the property owners and bar owners and had a really serious conversation, came up with some thoughts and recommendations, some commitments that they wanted to make. And we had a really big meeting with the mayor president, the fire chief, the police chief, the sheriff, um, the fire marshal, and and had a really good discussion. Um, We also had a really good presence from LPD. Our sergeant down here was present, a few of his officers um, that are, are on the detail. And we are doubling the detail this weekend. So yes, some definite measures are being taken. We did have some other conversations about some more strategic things that can be done mm-hmm. um, to manage crowds. But part of this is the community understanding that that dense gatherings on tiny sidewalks creates an atmosphere where bad things can happen. And, you know, we can't stop bad people from doing bad things, but we can do everything within our power to try to make our community a safer place. And so I want everyone to know serious conversations were had this week, good conversations. And we are, like I said, doubling the detail this weekend, spreading officers out more strategically. And there are some other things that they're doing, um, you know, that are, are, are going to be uh, special measures that we're not going to talk about on the radio because then, you know, everybody would know Well, about they wouldn't them, be but, special uh, measures then. That's right. And so, you know, we, we take it seriously, Rob. It's a great question. It's a timely question. Um, and we just ask people to, to be aware of their surroundings and do everything they can to keep themselves and their friends or their family that they're out with um, safe. And our police are committed to doing the same thing. And we don't want to go backwards, okay? We know about the uptick in right. cases. We don't want to go backwards. Uh, it seems like we might be a little bit delayed going into phase three based on the numbers, but we don't want to go back to phase yeah. one, and we for sure don't want to shut down. So do those things. Right. Keep yourself safe. Right. And one more one more point to make. There are 511 parking spots in the Vermilion Parking Garage, which is strategically located in the center of downtown Lafayette. Um, and so we encourage people to use that garage. There's security in the garage. There's a safe passageway straight to Jefferson Street through Park de Lafayette, where we just uh, put some new public art and some great things have been happening in that park. Um, and we want people to focus on parking there so they don't drive around looking for a spot for a really long time and cause that traffic congestion that we sometimes see on Jefferson Street. Mm-hmm. So people should expect intermittent closures of Jefferson Street as we try to control traffic flow and keep cars from being other types of crowds, right, on mm-hmm. on our streets. And uh, we encourage people to use the parking garage. That's what it's there for. And uh, there are plenty of spots. All right. If it fills up, then, you know, we'll have to figure something else out. Yeah. <laughs> but let's start there. Let's try to fill it up first and see what happens. I need a big no from downtown Lafayette. Um, have a great day at work. The Anita Triangle seems to be as active as ever, and that's exciting. It's good for our area. Thanks, guys. You'll have an awesome day. Thanks right. for having me. You too. All right, it's 823 now. News Talk 96.5 mm-hmm. KPAL. That safety thing is always, you know, a, a biggie. And then you talk mm-hmm. about all the businesses, you know, yeah. that are right there as well. Um, no doubt those conversations have been had. And if you're a, a frequent visitor and patron of downtown, you'll probably see some of those things this weekend. Indeed. All right. It's 823 now at News Talk 96.5 KPEL. We'll take a quick break here. We're back with more Acadiana's morning news after this. Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana. Moon Griffon. Next on News Talk 96.5 KPEL.
like you or love you. No, oh. just kidding, Rome. Well, good. See you later. Bye. Go to the afternoon show. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, a good thing. You're like hilarious. All right, it's uh, 826 now. Already? Um, Bernie, I have gotten more calls um, and comments and thank yous about the expanded up close uh, here on KPL. Wow. Two to four Monday through Friday. No pressure um, or anything. Well, you know, here's the deal. And, and it's so funny because the thing that people are finding, you know, at least according to the comments that I'm getting, mm-hmm. the part that stands out to them is how natural it seems your ability to have tough conversations that would make anyone with any sort of stomach nervous about and it, oh. and rightfully so because you know what they're right. not easy and they're polarizing topics you've talked about every single day you've had conversations about race this week um lgbtq issues and the supreme court ruling mm-hmm. i mean there have just been so many different ones the role of law enforcement from veterans of law enforcement yeah you know to talk about that size too. too you know yeah yeah and um so anyway uh congrats on a on a great week what's coming Thank up on you. today's show uh, today, for a whole hour, I get to harass Stephen Hanwork, the executive director of the Louisiana Democratic Party, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm anxious to I'm see. I'm going to pick on him about Joe Biden. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> what are the numbers? Because, see, we just now saw this Fox News poll. It came out yeah, overnight. Yeah. Um, but I wonder what the statewide breakdown is, you know, and if it is. I mean, personally, I would be shocked if Biden led in a statewide poll here. Yeah, Just because of where we are. Yeah, I mean, I and, think people, and yeah. we know the industries, we know the conservative base of the state mm-hmm. of Louisiana. That's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to ask him about polls, too, and kind of what he thinks mm-hmm. about that. How trustworthy are they? Well, and that's the A single poll is not news, in my opinion. I mean, it's... It's uh, it's a glimmer of that exact moment in time. when they were taken, okay? Yeah, yeah, now, okay. to that's me, when saying. polls become stories, it's when you have six polls, 10 polls in a row that sort of show the same thing. Yeah. Now, um, you can bring up that story. I asked him briefly about it. It's a Politico story that um, was published on Wednesday, and it said, the the headline was, Why Trump is Right About Polls. And they sort of went back to these you know, same polls, including mm-hmm. a lot of the Fox polls, right. that overestimated Hillary's ability to turn people out. So if you would say that, both, you know, the voters for both candidates have the same level of enthusiasm, mm-hmm. then it would make more sense. Even in this situation, though, right now, we have a million people who registered to get tickets to a rally in Tulsa yeah. this weekend for a venue that I don't even think holds 20,000 people. Okay. Do you have that same enthusiasm on the other side? We're not seeing it in rallies. We didn't see it in rallies when Hillary was running either. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting question mm-hmm. to ask because. Well, it's like a rock concert versus a library. Yeah. I mean, or or is it? But, I don't know. But I'll you have two different personalities. Thinks. I mean, yeah. really. Okay, you and know? you do have two different personalities. But is America not a country that doesn't want someone to have some flair? I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I'll ask Stephen what he thinks about all of that. All right. Two to four today, up close with Bernadette mm-hmm. Lee. And, and the then, hair sniffing thing does kind of make me giggle. Yeah. I realize I'm an immature 12-year-old. I get it. Well, it's so weird. Because- well, but you ever notice how, and I'm sorry, political candidates, here's one that I'm just going to punch you in the face with. What is the deal with all their weird stuff? A lot of them have weird, you know what? I'm weird gonna, stuff. I'm going to bust your bubble. I think Aww. we all have weird stuff. 
I think that when you put it under a microscope and you yeah. actually look at it in that way, okay, it seems like well, some people ooh. have suggested because a lot of politicians are type A personalities, so they need stress relief, they and then perhaps things. they find weird ways. But, I don't know, but I'm I do a find weirdo. It, look at me. Yeah, I do you know? find it so funny that not in, I don't go around sniffing people's hair well, though, and I also don't know that we've ever had. You know, it's literally like punch for punch. Okay, so you had the thing with with Biden sniffing people's hair, and there are like there's a million videos of it. Okay, right. then you have you know they well, have people the, hate Trump for some of the things. That's he what I was said. about to say. So it's like then you have the Turning Point USA convention mm-hmm, that happens. Mm-hmm. They give this this young girl. She's like I think a sophomore in high school. She gets a scholarship. She thanks the president. He's right behind her. She starts to walk off stage and puts her hand out to shake him, and he and he points to his cheek. And puts his right. cheek, and so then it's like a really awkward cheek kiss, right? And so it's like, what yeah. if we had both candidates that do weird stuff like that? Uh, you yeah, know? Like or when say you're weird the things. President, you know, you don't do that. Like maybe if you're the governor, which not even the governor, the governor. like maybe the mayor. You know, I mean, nowadays you can't do that kind That's of. That's what stuff. I'm saying. But I don't I, think. I don't think. I don't think the president meant anything by that, though. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. I think he. Just, I think it's just you know, how he is. Like, hey, you got this scholarship. Scholarship. You gotta watch. Smack me a kiss. Have you seen the but, video? Yeah, I've seen it's, it. It's it just it's, it's got the creep factor. It's creepy. It's creepy. <laughs> yeah. So and they all oh, both man. and they both say. I mean, wait till a debate happens because they both say crazy things. Uh, I know, you know, to get their point across. Anyway, all right. So this afternoon, up close to Brennan Dudley, two to four, Fun right time. here on KPL, and then you'll be followed by Offsides. The Friday edition yes. is always just a little bit raucous. Yes, and that's okay. That's oh, how I like and it. don't forget. Okay, now also at three o'clock, we're going to talk with Warren Parent of Codeville. How did the Acadians get here? What was the trip? A lot of people don't know that story. Who's to blame? Okay, we do that for a little bit, and then 345, it's Conspiracy Friday. I love it. Conspiracy, y'all better think up some good ones. Are you going to give us a hint what the conspiracy is? Y'all better think up some good ones. I have a couple. Okay. Can't talk about it. Okay, you know this morning on uh, Coast to Coast, they were talking Mm -hmm. about how um, we're eventually going to figure out Bigfoot because... Mm -hmm. We're building too many neighborhoods, and they're going to have yep. nowhere to go. Mm, they're going to all be upset. They're not going to have a natural habitat. All right. That's after this afternoon, 2 o'clock, right here on News Talk 96.5 <laughs> KPL. Your headlines are next. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. It's the bottom of the hour. Now the top stories from KPL965.com. The coronavirus is soaring in at least four states, all reporting double-digit highs. Just yesterday, Florida added 3,200 new cases. Arizona, 2,500 in California saw new cases drop by more than half from yesterday to just 1,900. Texas has gone an entire week with record hospitalizations, almost 2,500 today. Here in the state of Louisiana, our numbers were not reported. The governor says he wants the Department of Health to take a look at those cases and make sure the correct information is applied to the online dashboard. The FDA says some states are on the cusp of losing control. The former Atlanta police officer accused of killing Richard Brooks will remain behind bars. Garrett Rolfe turned himself in yesterday after being charged with murder. He's being held without bond. 
Now, the other officer, Devin Brosden, was also charged with aggravated assault over the incident. He reportedly stood on Brooks's shoulder to keep him down after the officer involved shooting. Now, Brosnan says Richard Brooks was friendly, even respectful in the minutes before he was shot and killed. In fact, Brosnan says he didn't even realize the father of four had been shot. Brosnan spoke out a few hours after bonding out of jail yesterday. He admits to stepping on Brooks, but claims it was only for a few seconds. Senator John Cornyn says he plans to bring forward legislation to make Juneteenth a federal holiday. On the Senate floor, the Texas Republican explained that the June 19th holiday is an opportunity to reflect on our history. Juneteenth celebrates the end of slavery in the U.S. back in 1865. Texas Democratic Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee introduced a corresponding measure in the House. Several companies, including Nike, Twitter, and Target, already declared that a company holiday. Australia is in the midst of a major cyber attack. Prime Minister Scott Morrison blames a state-based hacker for the widespread attack. It's targeting government entities and businesses. President Trump says he wants a legal solution to DACA, not a political one. He tweeted that after the Supreme Court blocked his attempt to end the eight-year program yesterday. Trump says it shows the need for new justices. The ruling means about 700,000 Dreamers can stay in the U.S. without fear of deportation, something they have pushed for. The nation's biggest wildfire is growing to nearly 115,000 acres in Arizona. It's burning in the Tonto National Forest northeast of Phoenix. Officials say it's fueled by a combination of hot temperatures, increased winds, and a ton of dry vegetation. At least four communities have already evacuated, several more on alert. The fire was sparked by a vehicle five days ago and remains just 5% contained. According to a new Fox News poll, President Trump losing ground to his opponent in the November election. Those poll numbers show Joe Biden with 50% of support compared to just Trump's 38%. The former vice president, led by eight points in last month's survey, the commander-in-chief's response to protests over social injustices may be the cause for his slide. It found that over half of voters disapprove of his response to civil unrest across the country. White House trade advisor Peter Navarro says John Bolton's new book is a deep swamp revenge porn. On Fox News, Navarro claimed Bolton begged for the role of national security advisor under Trump. Navarro also accused Bolton of trying to put together coups in Venezuela and other countries. In business news this morning, nearly 95,000 Jeep Cherokees are being recalled because they might shut off while they're being driven. It seems a design flaw can also prevent the SUV from being in park, meaning it could roll away. The recall affects models from 2014 to 2017. Owners will be notified in the next month. The University of Texas says 13 of its football players have tested positive for COVID-19 or they're presumed positive. These 13 players are self-isolating. Ten more players identified through contact tracing, also in self-quarantine. LSU is set to host the Longhorns on September 12th. And finally, a California woman getting some credit this morning for fighting off a bear attack with her laptop. The bear clawed her and bit her while she was sitting in a lawn chair in the Sierra Madre. The only thing she had to defend herself with was her laptop and wildlife officials still looking for that bear. Happy Friday, everyone. Another relatively nice day out there across Acadiana, mainly sunny skies with some afternoon clouds, but otherwise highs topping out in the lower 90s, only about a 10% chance for an isolated shower or two. Heading in tonight into your Saturday, lows dropping into the lower 70s under mainly clear conditions. And then for the afternoon on Saturday, another nice one out there, partly cloudy, highs topping out in the lower 90s. And again, only about a 10% chance for a very isolated shower or two. Rain chances increasing a little bit 
bit as we head into your Father's Day, sitting at about 30%. Uh, but then rain chances really start to increase as we head into next work week. As an upper-level trough moves in from the west and coupled with daytime heating, will help to give us a little bit better scattering of those showers and storms in our afternoons. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Talk 96.5 KPL, and we're joined by Steve Feliquin from ESPN 1420. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. How and are I know you? you're disappointed. Oh. I'm not, actually, every time I see you, it's like just a little bit of normal walks into the door. Well, uh, I don't know about that. I mean, you, I'm not saying you're normal. Well, you're I'm too young. What you talk about is you're too young to remember sports. the Jackson Five cartoon, the Jackson Five. Yep, I don't. With an animation. How about that? I'm. I'm too young to remember the Jackson 5. He was just Michael Jackson by the time I came around. Well, it was the Jackson 5, then it became the Jacksons. Mm -hmm. And, of course, they had the Jacksons, like, reunion tour. Uh, I always thought people think that the the little drummer boy, Bing Crosby, and David Bowie was, like, one of the best songs for, you know, kind of a strange uh, compilation (laughs) get-together. You had that, too, with uh, Cyndi Lauper and Frank Sinatra. I think it was Santa Claus is coming to town or whatever. Strange. Yeah. But uh, Michael Jackson Which and Mick Jagger like. did State of Shock. That's my Cindy Lauper. Oh, yes. my gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's pretty good. I like that. There's no words. <laughs> yeah. It's just a bunch of grunts yeah. to the sound <laughs> of a synthesizer. You know? <laughs> that's right. Um, how about this? The most I ever, like the first time I learned anything about the Jacksons, like so many other kids who were being raised in the 90s uh-huh. is through the VH1 movie where wasn't oh, it Angela Bassett yes. playing yes. his mom? Yes. Um, you know, and, and you saw it that way. Uh, so many things I learned about on those VH1 movies. They those are good, but back they're, they're the kind of hard to music, watch sometimes, like you know? The Temptations. Yeah. A great movie, but it's it's sad. Well, I, yeah. Ike and Tina. I yes. mean, there are a lot of people who were fans of them, and then it's sorry, no Ike. Once the story came yes. out, sorry, it's just about her now. Yes. Anyway, uh, welcome in. Good yes, to see you. There I am. Here you are. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's talk about sports a little bit. I, so many of these leagues are trying to like chart a path forward. Mm. I, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I am tired of the Major League Baseball yeah. fight in the media um, between the players, you know, union and the owners and the league. I mean, I'm just tired of talking about it. You guys go off, decide what you're going to do. Yeah. Then I want you guys to emerge from right. the same door, come out to some microphones. Let me know say, if you plan. This is what it's going to yes. be. But you can't buy into if you're a fan. I had a call yesterday because, uh-huh. uh, you know, two days ago you had uh, the the report came out that they were close to deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they're going to play. They're going to play. I told people yesterday, I said, don't be so sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What makes you think you're not going to play? I said, I never said they weren't going to play. Yeah. I said, don't be so sure that they are going to play because nobody knows. Uh-huh. And, of course, Major League Baseball comes back yesterday and says, you know, we want more games involved. And, you know, I'm like you. It's yeah. like I, I've really stopped following. It, okay, let me know, you know, if you're going to play. Give me a start date. None of this maybe, maybe, maybe. I want to know a definite start date. And, you know, I'll watch. I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, because it's getting to the point with baseball now. It is. Uh, it is June nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but by, by the time I mean, let's say they come to the agreement today, mm-hmm. it's going to take you know at least a week 
to get players back. And people say, well, what do you mean get players back? Well, you got players coming from Venezuela. You got mm-hmm. people coming from Japan. Which was the, another yeah. issue. How yes. do you get them back? Exactly. If you had travel. You know, issues. I'd say at least a week. And then you need a month spring training. So I would think, and I guess you could expedite the process mm-hmm. a little bit, but, mm-hmm. you know, you're looking at, at August as an, as in, 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 you know, even if you're a baseball fan like me, I mean, it's like August and you play 50 games. It's just not. Well, you know, here's what I think they should do. Okay, Rob wants to be the commissioner of every league. Okay, um, I want I want uh-huh. to control them all. And I want to, because what are you talking about? Um, how many games roughly in a football season if you exclude preseason and, and any, any 16 regular play? season games? Okay, okay, everyone gets 16 games. Baseball, you get 16 games. Yes. No, no triple headers. No, you know, not, none of this. <laughs> 16 games. You get 16 everybody games, gets 16 flat, games and then you go to the World Series. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And hey, everybody hey, gets 16 games. Ba- basketball, you can come back too. 16 games. I mean, because y'all played 900 games. It was like, people would always say, when I lived in Dallas, they'd love to go to a game. And I'd be like, yes. well, yeah, we can go to a Rangers game. It's about 15 bucks to go. And they're like, why is it so cheap? Because they play so many games. Constantly. Yes. You know, does that work with parenting? I mean, it's like a, you got you got three kids. One of them, you got sixteen games, yep. and then after those sixteen games, you give it up to That's your brother. It. Yeah, sixteen huh. more games. Yes. Anyway, well, I guess we're looking at it. What about the crowds? Uh, yesterday, Doctor Fauci made some ruffled some feathers talking about how close people are in in football stadiums and yeah. everything else. But I just think the Steve Pelican stock just goes up. Yes. If you can't go to a game in person. They got to hear it from you. Uh, well, that's true. You know, and look, it, I get it. People want to go to games. People want to see games. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, Dr. Fauci is much more qualified to talk about this than me, but For he sure. doesn't know either. I, by I the mean, way, nobody I, knows. I wasn't, I wasn't giving you any of those degrees he had. That's right. I wasn't giving you an honorary uh, right. doctor uh-huh. to anywhere. Uh, you know, I mean, but, nobody knows. I mean, they, yeah. they really don't. Um, you know, this could wind up being a whole lot uh, less than what we thought it would be. Yep. On the other hand, it could turn out to be even worse and than what we thought it would be. If you look at the recent numbers, maybe we're on a little bit of an upswing, which is concerning yeah. at the least. So anyway, uh, so, okay, so with all this, everything else going on, what are you talking about on your show? Well, <laughs> I mean, are you singing songs? We are, we, we are doing TV. I, I've got a lot of old school guests, you know, uh-huh. you know, really do talk about, you know, sports from yesteryear. Like, you know, when there was sports, when they really used I know. to play yes. this thing called sports. <laughs> uh, that's always fun to, t- to talk about. But of course, you know, that's that, that, you know, people want the real thing. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's June. We haven't seen. A, a live team sporting event for the, over three months now. Uh-huh. And it's going to be at least four months because baseball is not coming back until late Ever. July mm-hmm. at the earliest. Same thing with the NBA. I mean, I understand NASCAR is going on. You got some golf happening. You got UFC. But in terms of, you know, team sports, I mean, this hadn't been going, you know, nothing's been since happening since, uh, since mid March. It's yeah. unbelievable. Well, I, I have something for you to talk about on today's show. Okay. But what I need you to do is to follow me. I'm walking across the hall to the KTDY studio. All right. I'm going to body slam CJ for coming in the studio when I'm on the uh-huh. air and interrupting me. Call. We're going to call it sports. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to say it's WWE. Uh-huh. You're going to talk about gonna it. going to put him in the RKO, the Randy yes. Orton RKO. And then when I get called to HR, awesome. I'm going to say this was all for uh-huh. CBP's show. It's it's an exhibition. I like it. Man. And Steve like and CJ think. will be all bruised up and everything. You need to do some a little professional wrestling. Like, like tell him that you're going to give him an award or something. Yes. And then you, know, you, and you make a big deal out of it yes. for two weeks. Then Fire when he comes in, you could put it on you know, on the website, too, on video on the website. You could hand him an award, say you get ready to do a plaque and say, say a few words. And as soon as he starts to yeah. talk, 
you hit him on the back on the back Didn't we have with that an old folding chair. Yeah, when, one of those things. Eat. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee you would get a lot of hits. Can I be yeah. a part of that? Can we do like a tag team thing, oh, yeah, and then I can team. smack your hand, yes. and then I get to go in the ring, Rob? It, it could be good. Bernie just wants to wear good. the bikini. Holding up the sign. Um, no, never in my life have that. <laughs> Round three. Mm-hmm. Round mm-hmm. three. That's right. No, but uh, yeah, uh, I could wear some sort of other suit, but never a bikini. Well, I was, I'm offering mm-hmm. it to you. It's Friday, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. Anyway, hey, uh, Stevie P, thanks for coming in. But You're a pleasure. beautiful um, man. Yes, every time you come in, it just makes me feel, even if we don't talk about sports, even if you're trying to <laughs> tell me. there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> about the secret, secret of whammy pressure luck. You know, that's coming back. Oh, is that right? That show is coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's who is it? Um, is it Elizabeth Banks? She is plays She's in all those movies. Kind Big of ducks uh, and the webbies. Yes, oh, yeah. She's going to be the host. Peter Tamarkin was the original. Peter Tamarkin was the original. Yeah. I was actually watching the day that it all went down when the guy was on the show who had memorized the computer yes. setup, and it. I was a kid. It went into the Prices Right because it was live television. Yeah. The whole bit. And I'm like, this is so yeah. weird. And what it, is going on? It, you knew, even as a kid, you knew, oh, man, this is But if you do that, if that you could do that, wrong. go ahead. Cheat. I, I, but, uh, <laughs> if you could do that, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I mean, hilarious. I mean, if you could cheat. do Yeah, Peter Tamarkin died at a, uh, a plane crash, too. Uh, Did he really? Like five years after that. Uh, no after it went kidding. Off the air. Yeah. I had no idea. Well, See, is there anything you don't know about uh, television? And then, you know, what used to follow uh, Press Your Luck was Cord Sharks, who had numerous different hosts, including Bob Eubanks. Everybody knows Bob Eubanks as the host of the Newlywed New Game. Game. Yes. I think he was better, actually, as the, the host of Cord Sharks. He was very wasn't funny. the whole yeah. Cord Sharks premise, like, is it higher or lower? Higher or lower, yeah. And then you, you know, and, and then, then you had to figure out the next card. And they had those yes. big decks of cards or whatever. Yeah. How do you think they shuffled that? I always wondered that as a kid. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, good. That, that's a good question. I mean, I mean, was it you know, red? The, the hostess, the hostess used to cut them. Staff. The, remember yeah, the little remember hostess? she would, yeah, yeah cut yeah. the deck or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. that was supposed to be like like the, one of the first Vanna Whites. Yeah, I don't know about that, though, man. Uh, no, nobody's yeah. ever, has anyone ever matched the status of a Vanna? I mean, well, how long to, has she been on that show? Say, 30 Vanna, years? Vanna is more plastic now. She has to be. She looks exactly the same since she has in the 80s. You I know? know, but can the you fault her? The real superstar is her surgeon. Whoever that guy is. That guy needs a trip to Hawaii and $5,000. The Rush Morning Update is brought to you by Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Book your next traveling party at LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. You know, it's not just Seattle, Berkeley, New York, and other blue American cities. This insanity that we see around us has spread to cities around the world. In Liverpool, England... Protesters vandalized street signs for Penny Lane. The vandals blacked out the famous street name and spray-painted Racist Lane, all because of unproven speculation that the street was named for James Penny, an 18th-century slave merchant. Steve Rutherham, mayor of Liverpool, says that there isn't one shred of evidence that the street was named for the slave trader. That doesn't matter. The mob has ruled. So I guess that we can expect that next... These history-erasing race warriors will come after the Beatles for daring to write an iconic song about their childhood memories of life in Liverpool. It was called Penny Lane. Paul George, uh, John Ringo, anybody who collaborated with them probably will be denounced for writing a song about a street that maybe, possibly, might have been named for somebody in a slave trade 300 years ago. You know, these these crazed leftists don't give a rat's rear end about evidence or history or anything else. The UK protest mobs are also demanding that statues of Winston Churchill and even Mahatma Gandhi come down. 
Nothing and nobody is immune from the blind rage of the mob. These leftists, they're beyond nuts. They're truly flirting with insanity. Do not let them suck you into it, folks. T-Mobile, 37 bucks a month. Verizon Wireless, $83 a month. Sprint, $92 a month. That's what the average family of four is saving a month on their cell phone service by switching to Pure Talk USA. You look at a cut costs, free up cash on a monthly basis. We'll start today with Pure Talk USA. Pure Talk covers 99% of America. Their call center is all based right here in America, and the CEO is a U.S. veteran. All plans include unlimited talk and text. Start at just $20. Just choose the amount of data you need. Switch to Pure Talk today. Save 50% off your first month. Here's what you do. You dial pound 250 and then say the keyword Pure Talk. That's pound 250, keyword Pure Talk. Pure Talk USA, simply smarter wireless. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text from Pure Talk. News Talk 96.5 KDO. Depend on it. Prohibited. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. BMW is getting ready to lay off 10,000 contract workers. Reuters says the German automaker is cutting production because demand for its cars has slumped. Also, BMW and Mercedes-Benz have put their work on developing self-driving technology on hold. Payment company Wirecard is holding talks with lenders about continuing its lines of credit after it admitted it has about $2 billion missing. Two banks in the Philippines that were supposed to be holding the money say they don't have the cash and never did. Wirecard CEO Marcus Braun resigned today after saying it could be a case of fraud of considerable proportions. Theater giant AMC Entertainment says it worked with Harvard and Clorox to develop a plan to reopen cinemas in mid-July in time for the launch of Disney's Mulan. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. You're more focused than ever on keeping your employees and customers safe. Cintas has the products and services you need to feel prepared. Our Cintas technicians can apply our disinfectant and sanitizer spray throughout your facility. Our ultra-clean service for restrooms uses a sanitizer effective against certain germs, bacteria, and viruses. And we'll help you stay well-stocked with hand sanitizer, face masks, and essential PPE. Visit Cintas.com and get ready. Listen to your favorite KPL shows on demand now. Subscribe to Acadiana's Morning News Podcast and listen to every hour of the show anytime, anywhere. Find more at kpel965.com. Get the free KPL News app in the App Store and Google Play. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Brobridge, Lafayette. appear in court after all. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, the now ex-cop in Atlanta charged with murder and the shooting of Rayshard Brooks, who resisted arrest. Fox's Evan Brown is on the case live. Yeah, Dave fired Atlanta police officer Garrett Rolf, who is charged with murdering Rayshard Brooks, is waiving his right to a first appearance in court. He was scheduled to appear before an Atlanta judge this afternoon. Rolf is facing 11 different charges and a potential death penalty case for shooting Brooks after he resisted arrest, shot, stole a police taser, and ran off, pointing that taser at Rolf. 
The arrest of Rolf and a second officer is prompting Atlanta cops to call out sick, though the city's acting police chief insists they aren't short-staffed, Dave. Evan, President Trump has a new spin on the DACA ruling. He just tweeted, Democrats gain nothing. The Supreme Court punted, just asking him to resubmit his plan, which he wrote they will do shortly. He also tweeted, Fox is terrible, calling the new poll that has Joe Biden leading by 12 points phony. Tomorrow, he'll hold a big rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Trump campaign manager Brad Parscale tells Fox. One of the big things is it's going to have an outer perimeter fence. Um, that's going to allow a much larger amount of people to come. People on the Internet's like, the arena is only 20,000. Well, that's not the entire thing. This is more of a festival-like Senator Amy Klobuchar, who dropped out of the Democratic presidential race, now tells Joe Biden not to consider her for VP, telling MSNBC he should pick a woman of color as his running mate. If you want to heal this nation right now, my party, yes, but our nation, uh, this is sure a hell of a way to do it. There's a court hearing today on the Justice Department's attempt to block ex-National Security Advisor John Bolton's book, claiming it's full of classified information. Actor Ian Holm has died. I can't lie to you about your chances. But you know, my sympathy. That's from Alien, but he's best known as Bilbo Baggins in the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings movies. Home was 88. Ask your Amazon smart speaker to play the news from Fox. America's listening to Fox News. This is a last chance alert. It's happening. Publishers Clearinghouse is ready to award $5,000 a week for life in just days. Enter now at pch.com and you could win $5,000 a week, week after week, for life. Don't miss this last chance to win $5,000 a week for life on June 30th. Enter at pch.com before it's too late. That's pch.com. Better hurry if you want the next big winner to be you. Enter now at pch.com. Entries due 625. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. When you're stressed, you just don't feel like yourself. New Natrol Relaxia, a full line of drug-free supplements to help you manage occasional stress and anxiety. A special blend of herbals keeps you feeling calm and balanced throughout the day. Because when there's less stress, there's more you. Try new Natrol Relaxia. Learn more at relaxiamood.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Happy Friday, everyone. Another relatively nice day out there across Acadiana, mainly sunny skies with some afternoon clouds. But otherwise, highs topping out in the lower 90s, only about a 10% chance for an isolated shower or two. Heading in tonight into your Saturday, lows dropping into the lower 70s under mainly clear conditions. And then for the afternoon on Saturday, another nice one out there, partly cloudy, highs topping out in the lower 90s. And again, only about a 10% chance for a very isolated shower or two. Rain chances increasing a little bit as we head into your Father's Day, sitting at about 30%. Uh, but then rain chances really start to increase as we head into next work week as an upper-level trough moves in from the west and coupled with daytime heating will help to give us a little bit better scattering of those showers and storms in our afternoons. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 Listen to your favorite KPL shows on demand now. Subscribe to the Offsides podcast and listen to every hour of the show anytime, anywhere. Find more at kpal965.com.